Let The Rock set you straight on just a couple of things. You see, the Pilgrims weren't kicked out of England. They left England. They left England, they came over to America, and they landed on a place called Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock! And you see, Thanksgiving, it's not about eating and drinking. No, no, no. It's about giving thanks. And all The Rock's fans would give much thanks if The Rock were just to walk down this ramp. Uh-oh. Get inside the ring, look you right in the eyes, and then proceeded to wallop your candy bum all over Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> This is Levi Cooper, and you're listening to the Sit Down Marks with DB, Primo, and AJ. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Sit Down Marks podcast, sponsored by Coastland Apparel. Use promo code BIRDTV for 15% off your order. Excuse me there. Welcome, everybody. Appreciate you guys all tuning in here for our Thanksgiving episode. I want to remind you guys right off the bat, our live streams every Wednesday night at 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central are moving from Twitch to YouTube. We're heading over to the YouTube, so go on over there and search Sit Down Marks podcast and uh, give us a follow. Watch us every Wednesday live on YouTube starting December the 1st. Those are our live shows. I am your heel host, Dirty Bird, always helping to spread the good word of wrestling. Welcome, everyone. What's going on, boys? How's everybody doing today? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Your uh, your favorite holiday, Primo. It is my favorite holiday. I do enjoy this holiday. It is not to be overlooked in favor of Christmas. No, uh, we must stop and enjoy and give thanks. Uh, and, and feast. Most importantly, feast. I don't care about the rest of the stuff. The feast. That's that's all. Just feast. Give me food. That's right. Well, thank you guys all for downloading this show, man. We wanted to make sure you guys had an episode, uh, as I said last week, to listen to on the way to those relatives that you hate so much and something to listen to on the way back. So we are here to save you uh, from uh, those terrible, terrible uh, uh, times that you're going to have eating your uh, your aunt's uh, very awful potato salad and your grandmother's uh, turnip greens that she thinks that you still like when you were from when you were a child. So. Wait, but, um, grandma fixes turnip greens for... sounds like there's a tragic story involved Well, well yours gobbles, so... Yes, yeah. <laughs> in, in, the, in the south where I'm from, that's where we uh, we make those turnip greens, man. Always got to have those greens. It means it's going to bring you money, man. It like It's like a good prospering food is what we call it in the south. Oh, or... Or for the uh, for the uh, you know the the hipsters you know it's um, the the soul food you know it's, uh, <laughs> is what they is how they like to call it. So Let, anyway, getting off already here. To, she would never want us to prosper. Like she would never fix turnip greens. She'd be like, "You kids don't prosper at all." <laughs> There it is. First one right off the bat. Well, if there's any uh, a, a turkey gobbling episode to be on, I think it's this one. So AJ's probably yes. going to have at it this whole episode. Let me introduce uh, my panel here today from the co-host, from the co-host, the co-host, from the, co-host. From the land of the rattlesnake, my man, Mr. Team Extreme, editor and producer of the show, 
Welcome, Primo. What's up, brother? Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, me. Hello. Hello, Marks. Hello, everyone. Hello, Muggle. Hello, AJ. Hello, Dirty Bird. Baby. Baby. Uh, Let's do it. All right. Today. On this uh, special Thanksgiving edition. It is, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's got like, a, you know, I love this, you know, a little Survivor Series, a little Thanksgiving feel. You know, it's going to be a fun pod here today. So, my other co-host, Babyface, straight out of your mama's kitchen, master of the forearm shart, assistant editor and producer, Mr. Ram PJ himself. What's going on, AJ? Look at this. Look, shart. I can bow. Shart. 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 I'm not sitting right now, so I can, I can, I can like go like this, like shimmy Ooh. off screen. I can do all kinds. Of, look at my range of movement right now. You can it's go off free. like Hogan. You can go off screen like Hogan. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. Right Shake the hand, close the eyes. <laughs> that was still my <laughs> Oh man. How fun how fun was that, man? How fun was that, man? Good times. Great. Good times. All right. So and here uh on he's back with us. He's been on the pod here a lot, man. Big friend of the show. But he is here today to confirm that he is or isn't. AEW referee doppelganger Bryce Ramsberg. Welcome so- back, Michael. Welcome back, brother. I admit to nothing, and <laughs> you'll never get the truth out of me. All we know uh, is we've never seen both of you in the same room. Yes, never mm. have we seen we both have it, in man. the same And I've seen you in a lot of rooms, <laughs> but never, ever. I'm a, I, I'm a busy guy. I get around, you know. <laughs> Welcome back, though, man. Happy Thanksgiving. How's hope all is well? Well, thanks, man. You know, it's great to be back. You know, love the love the pod and love listening to it. And it's always fun to be oh, on. Thank How you. are things uh, down in Texas way? Well, I got this like, you know, transient drifter that keeps knocking on my door that wants to come have like, you know, fun times and food and like it just, just got to drifter way, man. Like, transients. You know, you. I hear if you feed if you feed him. I'm assuming this person is a, is a him. If you feed him Whataburger, he'll eventually be like, all right, I want more Whataburger. Yeah. But then if you feed Had him, him like no three onions. more times, he'll eventually go away. So little advice, give there. me Whataburger. I, there's like a book about that. Like if you give a Rampage a, a Whataburger, Rampage. <laughs> he'll ask for a cherry pie. AJ the mooch. <laughs> if you feed an AJ a Whataburger, he'll eat for a day. But if you yeah. teach an AJ teach a Whataburger, Whataburger, he will live forever. <laughs> he will Whataburger forever. Uh, Maybe how that one got off real quick. I want to thank all our sponsors right now listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Prime Music, Audible, and Sportswire online Fridays at 6.15 Eastern Time, right before the Thomas Bryce Show and throughout the week. If you like the pod, please tell a friend and leave us a great five-star review and let us know uh, what you think about the pod on whatever platform that you listen from. From today's date, boys, we are, uh, you know, we usually uh, run on Wednesdays. We're a couple days ahead of schedule. Today is Monday, 68 days until the Royal Rumble. Right, 68 days until my pick will win the Royal Rumble. (laughs) Which, Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Your picks didn't do very well this weekend. No, no, my pick, I called this. When did I say this? Like two, three weeks ago? Yeah, it was a while back, yeah. Two weeks ago. I still stand by AJ Styles to win the Rumble. There you go. I still think that's a pretty good early pick. 
Heard it here first, right here. Today's pop of the pod, boys. This is uh, one of you guys' favorite. It's called It's Live, and it's the same theme song from a guy that you know, Ricky Starks. The revolution is televised. Uh, uh. Makes you want to do the pose, don't it? That's what I did. Yes. Yeah. I was doing it the whole time. Man, it does, man. <laughs> awesome theme there, man. Uh, uh, like that one, man. Yeah, it's called It's Live. It's on uh, on iTunes. You can uh, you can download it just as I just did. So, all right. So before we get to this day in wrestling history and wrestler birthdays here, Primo, uh, rest in peace to your streak. You uh, we're not going to say who won, but we are going to say that you did lose the trophy. So I wanted to give you the proper respect and the proper time to um, say what you want to say about the trophy and uh, give us what the actual days was that the streak ended yesterday, technically. So, so, so the floor is yours, my friend. Say goodbye. Me and the Kurt Angle shit. here. Somebody finally wanted from you. Have been together <laughs> for 223 days. That's impressive. Though. Les Champions. Impressive. I won it at WrestleMania. I defended it at SummerSlam. He's won his own little title. I mean, <laughs> he's 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 awesome. He is. Whoever the yes. victor is, obviously, treat him well. Thank you to all the marks out there that have supported your champion all this time. I will become a two-time the Kurt Angle champion. Mark my words. His next so, shot will be at Royal Rumble. Just so that everybody knows. Will be in attendance. Yeah, all of us will be. All of us will be at. We got a really cool way to see who's going to uh, take that one. So, what are you going to say, AJ? Wait, so, does the little belt come with? Like, are you sending the little good belt question. to whoever? Absolutely, it's a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, awesome. it's part of him. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, there we go. So, uh, we're going to come back later and break down the uh, the pay per view, uh, how we did on our picks, who won the trophy between me and AJ, and what it came down to. It's a very inter- interesting story here coming down to the end, as uh, we'll break that one all down after Primo uh, reads us the Survivor Series results later on in the podcast. So, all right, let's get rolling here. Primo, this day in wrestling history and wrestler birthdays. This one's going to be a little bit different here today. So <laughs> go ahead, my friend. This day in rest, this week in wrestling history, this Thanksgiving week, in fact, that starts today on November 22nd. That's today for all you marks out there. That 1984, we had NWA Starcade. It was the Million Dollar Challenge that took place. Oh, The main event that happened here was Ric Flair defeating Dusty Rose to retain Baby Clothes. the NWA World Heavyweight Championship and win $1 million. <laughs> the special guest <laughs> referee, which, by, by the way, 1984, $1 million? That's okay. like yeah. $70 million in today money. So, and the special guest referee was Joe Frazier. Yeah, Joe smoking Frazier. Joe. That way they could get the celebrity in there and, uh, you know, for Got a little uh, shoehorn him in there somehow. Yeah, yeah, little cross promotion. on Thanksgiving Day, nineteen ninety, the major question at Survivor Series was, "What is in that giant egg?" And it's not the gold egg that Vince had last night. For weeks leading up to the <laughs> event, 
Fans speculated on what would hatch from the bizarre egg. Would it be a returning superstar? Would it be a wrestler jumping ship from WCW? No. Emerging from the egg was Hector Guerrero, dressed in a turkey costume straight from the Jim Henson reject collection known as (laughs) the Gobbledy Gooker. Look at the Gooker. Look at him go. (laughs) The Gooker. He was booed instantly and never gained much traction in WWE, aside from sight gags poking fun at it. In fact, in honor of how much of a gag the Gobbledy Gooker segment laid, the website... Uh, the Russell Scrap could ho- ho- start hosting the Gooker Awards for worst moment of wrestling Awards. each year. Also, on that same Survivor Series was the debut of one of the greatest of all time, the Undertaker player. The Undertaker, Undertaker. player. I saw that. That, that was uh, his debut. Debut. Nineteen. What was it? Ninety-one. His, his, his debut. His debut. I said thirty-one. <laughs> thirty-one years ago. Ninety-one. Uh, yeah. Or, excuse God. me. Ninety. Yeah. 2010, Wow. WWE Raw, in the main event, Randy Orton defeated Wade Barrett to retain the WWE Championship. Post-match, though, Orton was beat down by Nexus. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Immediately after The Miz came out and cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase and beat Orton for the WWE Championship. This led to one of the best fan reactions of all time, known as Angry Miz Girl. (laughs) Oh, yeah! She was like... Yeah, oh, I remember right. that. Yeah, I remember her yeah. now, man. Yeah. And like oh, the, when he when great. he did the slammies, he, he like uh, dedicated it to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good, man. Oh, that was great. The yeah. classic, uh, the fan spots, right? The yeah. big eyed guy when, when Undertaker. Uh, yeah, when Undertaker <laughs> lost. Uh, yeah, man, like awesome, nice, uh, nice. Wrestling birthdays this week. I I put a whole bunch of them. If I didn't get your birthday on here, better luck next time, kid. 1994, <laughs> Aaliyah, 94. Glad she's finally making it. 1983, yeah. Brie, Brie Mode, Brie Bella. Brie Mode. Boy, she's born in 83. 83. Yeah, she's the same age as my wife. Baby. I, I can't tell anyone's age. Like, no. <laughs> anyone younger than me just looks like they're 12. Anyone older looks <laughs> like they're dead. Remember when they were calling her botch mode? She was doing all that. Yeah. I mean, it's an apt description. (laughs) Concussing everybody. 1980. Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix. The Glamazon. The Glamazon. That's right. Man, I used to have such a crush on her. Wait wait a sec. So you said Brie Bella, but you didn't say Nikki Bella? No, they're not twins. We don't acknowledge Nikki Bella. <laughs> I don't even know. That, that didn't even cross my you mind. You know what's like, funny is oh I God. wrote this down from a website, and that never even occurred to me. <laughs> me neither just now. Like, it didn't even, like, uh-oh. I guess. Uh, like, you oh, said man. Brie Bella. I'm like, wait, she's a twin. Like, <laughs> no, Nikki wasn't born until the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, man. 1976, Maven. First ever tough enough uh, winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also eliminated Undertaker and paid paid for it. Sure did. Yeah, very much. Nineteen seventy four. So. Hoovie Juice. Hoventude Guerrera. Hoovie. Who was the original um gobbledygooker? Wasn't it like Hector Guerrero Hector, or something? Hector, Hector Guerrero. Guerrero. Okay, yeah, okay. That was in my this day in wrestling history. Yeah, well you said yeah, okay. Sorry, I missed it. I would say you said uh no, I'm I, kidding, I was thinking I'm kidding. was it not? Well, yeah, I was it, thinking it, who it was, the original. it was. Oh it was, okay. it was Hector Guerrero. 
Yeah, yeah. I was saying, but uh, uh, for some reason, I always connect him and, and Hoovy for some reason. But, I mean, different. Guerrero, Guerrero. Yeah, yeah. 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 Makes sense. Feminine, masculine. Hoovy. Hoovy's feminine. I'm just kidding. Big, I always thought uh, he had a big mask. Until he got, <laughs> got demasked. Yeah, then he looks like a 1964, Shane Douglas. Ah, uh, he's old. The franchise? Oh, man. Random the franchise. Cakes. He's awful. I see it. Look at that cool coffee mug. Hell, 19, yeah, 1961, Ivory. Ah, right. oh, really? 1961. Dang. We're, we're just getting age. older. The years are going to keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 1940 actually there's two of these in 1942 uh different days because this is a whole week's worth but 1942 Afa. wow Afa. Mm-hmm. and the other 1942 is blackjack mulligan nice blackjack hmm. mulligan barry windham's dad weird weird that is this day in wrestling history this week in wrestling history thanksgiving <laughs> edition my dad was a big fan of blackjack mulligan like hard hitting cowboy even... chaps, cowboy hat, full gimmick. Mm-hmm. You, I didn't, um, if... you didn't announce the death of the Nexus at the hands of John Cena. No, I did not. <laughs> did not. Uh, yes. he, he didn't want to bring it up. It'd get too emotional. Yeah. I mean, was, he hasn't he hasn't recovered yet. Michael, stop bringing shit up. Or the or the the new Nexus with Punk. Uh, or, right. or the 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 core with Wade Barrett. Yeah. Pete, Pete oh God. All right. Next up, AJ wrestling in the headlines movie of the week. It's time for your segment, pal. AJ's wrestling in the AJ's headlines movie of the week. <laughs> he so, won't tell I me what the movie of the week couple... was. He wouldn't tell me. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are so you ready? I only have a couple of headlines. Hang on. Hang on. Are you ready, AJ? Yes. Oh. All right. You can't All right. do that because no. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm, no, just ask me if he's ready from our conversation last night. It's yeah. not coming. It's not coming. It's coming later. Yeah. I'm asking if he's ready. <laughs> this is where it's going to be. Yeah. This right gonna be. <laughs> so you know, this is where it's going to be. Right you be ready. Not, right. to, not to spoil anything. Proceed. Proceed. Um, I, yeah. Proceed. So, news and notes and stuff. Only a couple of headlines here. Uh, first and foremost, more <laughs> releases from WWE. Are they, in fact, done yet? Holy fuck. Do they have anyone left to release? I don't know. Let's go over the list. We have Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, Jackson Riker, Shane Thorne, Ashanti, Isaiah Scott, Top Dollar, all of Hit Row, um, and then John Morrison on top of all of them. So, more release. Oh, poor Johnny Drip Drip. Where is he going to buy What's going on, man? What's going on? Why? More releases. What's he going to do with all those drip sticks? Sell them out of a van next to Earl Hebner. Who's he going to have on the Moist Must See (laughs) talk show? Look, man, his whole household is unemployed. Taya, she got released too, man. Yeah, she got released. Jobless. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not making fun of it at all, but, you know, I mean, that's kind of like, dang, well, you know, well, luckily, at least one like, of them we, we all know both of those two. Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to be just fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. Well, go back to being Johnny Impact. He'll make a kill. Yeah, there, he'll go back so. to Johnny Impact and be awesome. What would yeah. he be or Johnny A? What would he be at AEW? Johnny Elite? Johnny Elite. Johnny Elite. There you go. Johnny Dark Order. Johnny Dark Order. Let me throw a headline in there, too, if you guys uh, didn't see. Um, uh, 
Bronson Reed, a.k.a. Jonah Rock now, showed up at Impact this weekend. I figured and, you were uh, going to say that in your – Destroyed. Uh, well, that's the only thing that happened on Impact Plus worth even saying in anybody's ears on this podcast. So I was just going to bring it up in headlines. So I, have, I thought it was pretty cool. What did his shirt say? Top Dog? Top dog, yeah, Top dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hoss too, man. He is. Uh, so he, I, I, he decimated. I for that. Yeah, that was nice. To see. Um. So also to the surprise of no one, Kenny Omega has vacated the Triple A title. He was set to defend it against um, uh, El Hijo de Vikino, which is the son of the Viking, um, at the no. Triple Mania down in Mexico, and he that was set to be in December fourth or Diciembre. Quattro for hmm. Spanish speaking marks. Um, you are but he obviously very nice. He, he, he vacated it because obviously he's you know out for a little while, taking care of all of his nagging injuries and such. Um, so yeah, so he's out, out. So he like, should have dropped it to Andrade a while back, man. When they had that big match, yeah. It's but right, I don't though. think they knew back then that he was going to take off so much time. <laughs> I'm sure not. Poor sure L. E. Um, and then I had Bronson Reed back in. In fact, but we already went over that. All right. Um, and a rumor that I um, I just saw, Magal, we talked about this a little bit. Is I couldn't confirm it at all, but there was a rumor that Adam Schur, aka Braun Strowman, is going to get rehired by mm-hmm. WWE. Have you guys heard anything about that? I have not. What's going on um, with that? Let me call my guy. Please do. I don't know. That's that's all I heard. I couldn't find anything to to corroborate it or, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was just a rumor that I saw. And I'm like, oh. So we talked about it a little bit and we couldn't find anything about it. I mean, they have to fill the slot of Braun Strowman with almost and Commander Aziz, right? You know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Big triple threat, triple match. Watch out. (laughs) The triple towers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, The only, only thing that I'd seen about uh, Strowman was that possibly NWA. So that was the only thing. uh, um, I saw that too, which it would make no sense for WWE to rehire him at this point, especially for the price tag that he, that comes along with him. Yeah, makes yeah. sense to me. So, would NWA be able to afford Adam Schur? Like, because he's asking yes. like a million dollars in appearance, right? They can they can afford all the guys they just released and all the females that they just released. They're just not because they're I don't know. No, I mean, could NWA afford NWA? Yeah, Adam yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. They're, they got a pay per view coming up this weekend. It's kind of like excuse <coughs> me, big one um, back, you know, for, since COVID or whatever. So. But yeah, I don't know. That was the only rumor that I'd heard where he might possibly go. So yeah, that was it. Um, that is actually all I have for news and notes and tings. Um, AJ's movie of the week. I did watch a movie. I actually watched two movies. The first one I watched, and then the second one you I watched. These watched on the interstate. Two. What are you doing? Like you no, watch- I watched these both uh, <laughs> before I left. Um, so I watched the first one, and then I watched the second one to wash the taste of the first one out of my mouth. Um, so first up, we have uh, a family favorite in our family: the Scooby Doo Wrestling Mystery. Oh yes, very good. <laughs> It's the Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery. What happens is, so the gang all goes to um, 
WWE town or Ville or whatever it's called, um, where all the wrestlers live. They're they're like indentured servants. It's in a this cartoon, town. right? It's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think Scooby Doo is always a Bill. Yes. Oh. Um, we we curse on this podcast, so I don't think any children are going to be I mean, taking your Scooby Doo. I I like Scooby Doo. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do too. So if that was the first one, what did you to watch like, that one to watch Scooby out? Yes, because they fight a ghost bear, which admittedly yeah. is like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. The fighting a ghost bear. John Cena fights a ghost bear. And yes, when I was watching, I was like, Bear Cat. Even though bear cats <laughs> aren't bears. But yeah, I was still I've, I've, I've seen it. Um, it's, I highly recommend it. It's atrocious and wonderful. John Cena's in it. Triple H is like the worst voice actor I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> you go beat up that ghost bear. Is this I'm the tri- one that just came out like a couple years ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 2014. Yeah. Is when it came out. Um, The Miz is in it and The Miz yeah. is actually pretty decent at voice acting. John Cena is good, obviously. The Miz but- is a solid all around entertainer. Yes, he is. And he's, he's actually, he's, like, at one point at the beginning of the movie, he fights Kane, and Kane jobs him the fuck out. It's great. Like, he's terrified. <laughs> it's amazing. As he should. Um, yes. So, I watched that, and I, I gave it a 2 out of 10. It was amazing and horrible. Uh, and then, because I was like, okay, I need to watch a good movie. So, I went back through. You're like, like one this. for adults? Sure. Yes. So... <laughs> Hey, there are some serious adult undertones in WrestleMania versus Ghost. <laughs> um, so I watched The Wrestler. Uh, one of, not just one of the best wrestling movies of all time. Yeah. Just one of the best movies, period. I love it's, this movie. Playing like a, someone, he was like a Hulk Hogan type, who then, um, you know, basically loses all of his star power, and he has to do like these indie shows, and like, it's, it's fascinating because... Ram Jam. Yeah, the Ram Jam. Ram Jam. So getting like we've been getting a lot of behind the scenes kind of peaks recently. And it's scary how accurate <laughs> that really is when it comes to like aging performers and how they're booked and all that stuff. So I highly recommend that one. Go see it. Also Marissa Tomei. Mwah, chef's kiss. Always. You so know, if that's you wanted have. to just plug Mickey Rourke's nipples, you could just plug any Ricky Mork movie. You know that, right? <laughs> Wait, did you say Mickey Rourke's nipples? Yeah, because they're out in every single Mickey Rourke movie. <laughs> every single movie, you have to be front and center with his nipples all the time. Well, actually, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Too, it's I've, I've taken copious notes on this. <laughs> Mike has an entire file folder, folder devoted to the Rourke the wall. Nips. You can't see over here is just a bunch of pictures of Mickey Rourke's nipples and red lines going all over the place. <laughs> so it's a quick Mickey story, nipple conspiracy. Quick story about this movie. Uh, I love it, man. It's one of my favorite wrestling movies. Like I love you know, it. Yeah, it's great, man. And um, when I went to see this movie at the theater, um, the it was like 10 minutes from the movie being over and the power went out in the theater. Right. No. And yeah, I was like, Oh, bummer. Right. So, but it came on like, like 15 minutes later. So uh, went back in and uh, watched the last, you know, 10 minutes, uh, end up getting to see the end of the movie. So anyway, so they gave you free passes. Um, this true story. They gave you free passes, um, to, um, uh, to come back, you know, because the you know power went out or whatever next movie. So I just gave it to him and turned around, walked back in, and I watched it over again. 
That's exactly what I would have like, done. Like it was it was that good. Like I enjoyed it that much and I wanted to watch it again to maybe pick up on things that I didn't pick up on the first time. Like it's you know, if you love indie wrestling, man, like, you know, it's just it's just a classic story. I thought Mickey did great on it. You know, there's some uh, oh, yeah. some cameos. What's, who's the guy? The Ayatollah at the end? Is that the Ayatollah um uh, uh God, what was oh um it was Sabu, some, wasn't it? Was Sabu? No, it no, wasn't. It Sabu was the. It was uh, Ernie the Cat, wasn't it? Or um... oh yes, the cat. Yeah, Ernie, 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 Ernie the, the cat. cat Miller. Yeah, Ernest the Cat Miller. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. He was Mm-mm. like the guy at Cola or, or I... something like that. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, awesome. Also, good performance by Necro Butcher in there too. Like he's mm-hmm. Necro Butcher. Yep. Um, yeah, Mickey Rourke got nominated for an Oscar for that movie. As he should have um, been. It was actually Ernest the Cat Miller movie. did not. Sadly. Oh no. And yeah, just and a warning, it has a, very, it has a very open-ended ending. Like, it's very open to interpretation, which sure. is... Sure, yeah. It's very Christopher Nolan, which is my it favorite, is. so... That's what I got. That's what I got for news, notes, movies. And now I'm Hulk Hogan out of here. All right, if you want a fan shout-out, do you have some on Twitter at SitDownMarks? On Twitter, let us know where and when you listen to the podcast, and we will shout you out on the pod. Once again, welcome to the show. I am the Dirty Bird, and the show today, we're going to talk about our Survivor Series reactions. It just happened last night. So uh, who won the Kurt Angle, the sit-down Marks trophy here that we do uh, for all the big four uh, pay-per-views? Uh, we uh, we pick the cards and uh, pick the matches and the winners and whoever comes out on top wins it. Primo's been the champ uh, since the inception. Tonight we're going to crown a new champion as um, as uh, uh, Primo uh, ended up giving up the title last night. So we'll come back uh, to that here uh, shortly. And also, pretty good uh, initial run. It was a heck of an initial run. I don't it even was. know that it'll be. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a heck of a feat to, for us to to go for. You know? Had to be pried out of his <laughs> still bloody <laughs> finger. I know, man. <laughs> yep. So uh, we're going to watch our very last. Are we going to talk about our very last uh, Saturday night's main event that we uh, uh, just watched? It was from February the eighth, nineteen ninety two. Um, uh, is uh, it was a famous uh, when uh, Sid uh, Sid vicious? Yeah, no, Psycho Sid. Sid. Sid Justice, thank you. Sid, uh, yeah, turns on Hulk Hogan, and so we're going to talk about that one. Also, I'm going to uh, the boys are going to play squared circle questions today. So that one's this is going to be a fun pod. And to top it all off, man, Kevin, uh, the official Mean Gene of the backstage of AAW out of Chicago uh, is here. He's going to talk to us about the Windy City Classic coming up later. This Friday, so we're gonna make we're gonna uh, uh, make plug that a lot here throughout the show. So Kevin's gonna be joining us later. Our interview with him, and so uh, it's gonna be an awesome pod here. Primo, tell the masses where can they get that Mark's merch? Well, masses, Primo here. <laughs> you can go and Primo get Mark's merch, just like the hoodie that I'm wearing, or the shirt that AJ is wearing, or this awesome. Christmas mug right here, which you Amen. can stun Christmas with. Hashtag stun Christmas. At tpublic.com forward slash stores forward yep. slash sit down marks. That's tpublic.com forward slash forward slash, excuse me, S T O R E S S I forward slash S I T D O W N M A R K S. 
Primo, so you my, seem like you're uh, you're a little behind tonight. Are you okay, man, buddy? Like, I'm, just, I'm, yeah. I'm heartbroken. Me and <laughs> me and the little... me and the Kurt Angle here got to part ways. <laughs> little, it's a little sad. Like I'm a little sad right now. This is Levi Cooper. Hey, this is Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins. This is Big Beef. What's up, bozos? This is Trevor Outlaw. And you're listening. You're listening. And you're listening to the Sit Down Marks. Sit Down Marks. Sit Down Marks. And you're listening to the Sit Down Marks podcast with DB, Primo, and AJ. Well, let's uh, let's get to it here. Um, I'm going to start off our recaps of the week as I'm going to bring you the Indie Roundup. Um, for the weekend of November 26th, which is this is the weekend coming up right after Thanksgiving. Just a couple shows to talk about. As I mentioned, AAW, the Windy City Classic at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Illinois. Kevin is coming here uh, just in shortly to talk about that. Um, also, December the 3rd, Iron Spirit Pro uh, Logan is coming back on the show next Monday to talk about that uh, show coming up that we are sponsoring. And also, uh, the very next night, December the 4th, Zawa Live, Dreaming of a Fight Christmas. Uh, we are also sponsoring that. We have gotten uh, – uh, me and Primo just had a really awesome inter- uh, talk with uh, Hartenbauer that we're going to be uh, bringing right. to you for that one. Um, so that was going to be dropping December the 1st. Uh, right before that show. So, um, <laughs> man, it was, it was cool to talk to Hartenbauer. I man. just remembered uh, something awesome. about that interview that AJ is yeah. going to love. <laughs> Oh, yeah. saving it too. I haven't listened yeah. to it yet. Yes, yes, he is. And then uh, last show this weekend, yeah. AIW. I sent this one to the boys. It's called Hell on Earth 16 with none other than the double J, the J E double F J A double R E double T. Friday, November 26th, East Lake, Ohio. Double J is going to be there. So go check out the old uh, slap nuts there. I, I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. The old slap nuts. All right, so that is what's going on this weekend. It's a slow weekend because it's holiday, so not a whole lot of shows going around here, but uh, that's what's going on. So let's talk about now what we've been watching this week. So short week here. So uh, AJ's going to start us off with AEW Dynamite last Wednesday night. Let's see, uh, where were they at this week? Uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah, for uh, Virginia. Norfolk. Norfolk. Norfolk, Norfolk for the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys uh, shit. National yeah, it was supposed shit. to be his inception, right? Like this was supposed to be his yeah. big. Uh, his coming out party. Coming out party. Yeah, big coming out party. Yeah. This this was in fact National Cowboy Shit Day. Uh, they made I don't that know if up. You guys knew that. Proceed. This is you your know, I'm, 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 I'm here in the state of Virginia, and it was National Cowboy Shit Day everywhere. We yes. all celebrated it here. Yes, in national, nas- it was nationwide. Yeah, it's the national. Next year, it's going to be <laughs> yes. international cowboy. Cowboy shit. cheat, cowboy cheat. Cowboy cheat. So, some things about this little segment. Adam Eggman Page comes out for his coronation. Basically, crowd starts chanting, "You deserve it," and he's like, "No, no, I didn't deserve it." I fucking earned it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a good baby face line right there. Yep. Well done, sir. Um, I really am kind of looking forward to his his reign as champion because it's been a year-long build, basically, for him. Super thrilled about it. Until one Brian Danielson comes out. And he's just like, I'm a heel. I'm a heel now. I'm well, a heel. he said the one line where he could immediately turn heel. 
He said, when yeah, I he won my up. championship at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. He dropped, yeah, he's he like, he, he dropped, a, he name dropped boo. on him. Yeah, everybody's he like, did. boo. Um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a great line. Now, like, if you want to garner instant heat with the AEW crowd, bring up WWE. And he did. Um, he, also, right uh, now. he also said that he was disappointed he won't be facing Omega, which... Yeah. Be honest with you, I was a little disappointed as well. Um, but that's that is such it's a twatty thing time. to say. Like yeah. you have this brand new super baby face champion uh, who was earned, like who was you know had just a fantastic year, and Brandon Brian Danielson comes out and he's like, "Yeah, I wanted to face the other guy. Like you're cool and all, but fuck the fuck." Um, yeah. So I don't the heel turn. If there was some sort of story behind it, it would make more sense. Apart from. Well, we need super babyface hangman to fight a heel. So guess what, Brian Danielson, you're a heel now. Um, but yeah, I didn't like it. A good point was made earlier by the person directly beneath me um, on the screen. Hey. <laughs> um, Thanks for the clarification. I don't remember making a point. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're on the show. You go undefeated in like five Punjabi prison matches, and all of a sudden, I don't know, right? <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, we had our pie fight last night, and it was cherry pie, and it was delicious. Um, but you won and you lost in the same. <laughs> you, no one loses in a pie fight. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. No that's one. True. It's true. That is true. Um, but they're gonna have they're gonna have a series of. It's going to be a great feud because Brian Danielson is Brian Danielson, Adam Page is Adam Page, so it's going to be fantastic moving forward. I just didn't really get the get the heel turn. It could have been two baby faces, you know. I mean, Brian Danielson was never really positioned as a super baby face, anyways. Um, so yeah, it'll be fun. And then he proceeds to beat the ever living fuck out of Evil Uno. So yeah, I like this as well. After the match, which Brian Danielson wins. He says basically that he's going to go through the entire Dark Order because they're going to be in a bunch of hometowns of Dark Order members coming up. Yep. So he's just going to wreck everyone in their own hometowns, which again, very healing yeah. thing to do. But you also- get your ass beat in your own hometown. Yeah. I want to say this real quick about Adam Page. Um, when I, when uh, you know when he came out, you know, in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, you know, he's from Aaron's Creek. Um, I just want to say, man, about 150 miles from there. Right. It's yep. cool that, yeah, well, ain't a whole lot in Virginia, really. As far as big, as far as, you know, big towns, I guess, uh, other no, than Richmond, Roanoke. Yeah. But, um, I just want to say this, how wrestling is really cool sometimes, because when I first started going to indie shows, was probably around the time I bet Adam Page was starting wrestling. He was wrestling a lot of uh, local promotions in uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Mainly where I seen him most was PWX. Now, you know, I mean, you go back in that time, you're like, wow, you know, this kid's wrestling in front of like 20 people, you know, and now he's the AEW champion. You know, just cool how wrestling works sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the payoff, like, yeah, you know, it's awesome. On, uh, on, on top, on, on coming off of that, Quick little question from the marks here for the mm-hmm. marks. Uh, well, he's starting his reign. He just started it, right? So, mm-hmm. um, is he a transitional tra- champion, yes. or is he, yes. or is he going to hold it for a little bit? Uh, three months is what. Yeah, Agent and I were talking about this, and 
three months, I say. Uh, give Danielson some time to chase. Um, just let him tear through people. Like, honestly, that's the other thing we're talking about. Dark Order is just a bunch of low-card job guys. So let him just wreck them. You're talking about us, by the way. We're in the dark. Yeah, order. you are. We're getting yeah. wrecked. Well, you're low card job guys. Like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> my to answer your question, my wrestling brain always thinks that heels are always longer champions. So I'm gonna say oh, yes yeah. because oh, face yeah, definitely, champions definitely. don't last very long because they just it just doesn't sell for very long unless it's somebody like Hogan. But that was a totally different era. So yeah. you know now this these these day and age, yeah, I, I think three months is probably safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, plus, like, you know, going to what you said there, Dirty, Um, you know, you're going back like the old school, like, you know, Flair days. You want a heel champion because he can travel the territories and just squeak out that win, put the their top face in the area over strong, sure. but still hold the belt. So, like, you want a traveling heel champion, and it's just solid for business all around. Definitely. So, I mean, that's why yeah, it's, whereas, it's so good to have a heel champion. Yeah, and, well, and, also, and, and like, he people... goes... People will like they tune in week to week to see the the face chase that heel champion. Yeah, they don't definitely. tune in to see. They want the moment where the face wins the big bell and everyone's happy and it's like, oh, this is wonderful. But then there's no story. Like no one wants to see a heel like build himself up and then take on a top hit. Like it's a different storytelling dynamic. So yeah. I agree mm-hmm. when you say you know face runs should always be a little shorter than than heel yeah. runs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'll say this too, real quick. You know, it's like um, when uh, you know a a a heel champion is standing tall as the show goes off. When the show goes off and the cameras turn off, you know, usually there's a face coming out to make the home crowd happy. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's, yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's happened for time and time again. It, it still happens. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's how I think they get away with it a lot of times is, you know, uh, you know, unless that heel champion like Flair is from Charlotte or that heel champion Stone Cold is from, you know, uh, Austin, Texas or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. So, you know, so, yeah, I always think that the baby faces don't last Edna. very long. Yeah, I mean, plus, like, they have to set up for the next, like, you know, the big money payoff match at, like, one of their big pay-per-views. Like, you know, um, Hangman getting the moment, that's like, that's a great payoff to the whole year story that AJ mentioned earlier. Um, and then people just tune in every week just, just hoping to see the heel get his ass whipped or humiliated in some way. So, yep. I mean, you can't humiliate your babyface champion over and over, but you can to the heel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's just a better draw for uh, every, especially with um them doing the Forbidden Door where they can travel as champion. It's just such a smart move. It's a solid move. Um, but yeah, Hangman is, I'd say three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say about that <laughs> until Evil Uno gets it somehow. I can agree. With <laughs> I just, I think, I yes. also another thing too is uh, when they had Jericho, oh, Jericho Moxley Omega. Mm-hmm. That's it? Yep. What is it? And is it three years they've been around? 2018? Um, 2019. 2019. Yep. So even less time. Okay, years. so that's okay then, I guess. So they're on their fourth yeah. champ. Yeah. Fourth champ. In- I'd like to see a couple quick changes. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I love that they started off strong with Jericho. Um, yeah. That's just a... They, they've done very smart moves with their booking for the, the right. big boy strap. And, you know, that's... 
it's going to continue like that. Tony Khan seems to actually understand the art of pro wrestling storytelling. So, you know, keep it up, Tony. Good job. Are you, are you saying Vince McMahon doesn't because he lost his egg? I don't think Vince McMahon knows where he's at half the time. <laughs> I think Bruce Pritchard has to, like, tell him constantly. <laughs> All right, AJ, keep rolling, man. Uh, so up next, we have a promo with MJF, which makes a belt gesture, which uh, I'm hoping will set up an eventual TNT championship feud because I would like to see him win that first. That'd be cool. Up next, we have a very important debut. It, it is uh, Tomohiro Ishii, uh, who is teaming the with Pitbull. Sure. Why? Because uh, those two make sense together. I, I mean, think, they are. I think in, Ishii's yeah. in chaos. Uh, right? chaos. Yeah, yeah, Ishii's question. in chaos. Question, you brought yes. up you brought up a name I love to ask questions about. Yes. Is is anyone else getting tired of the one note joke that is Orange Cassidy? I'm just waiting for you all to be bored with it. Well and join I, me I, over he here. We, we we talked about it when Adam was on. I think it was the actual week that um, Primo was out. Um he's lost a lot of steam, you know what I mean? So yes. I, I think they're putting him in with this chaos to try to, you know, give him a little Okada rub. You know, a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, maybe a little bit of clout, maybe in New Japan, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, the gimmick has worn off a little bit. But you know, you know, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I think maybe a, uh, I don't know, like a, a complete gimmick change, turn. You know, yes, what do we do? Something. You know, um, I mean, I'm just gonna say that. Join me over here, dirty. Join <laughs> me. <laughs> You know, you well, <laughs> um, I'm close. I'm close. I honestly this... like the dude can go that he can work. Yeah. It's just, he needs a new character. Um, and so like, I, I've never doubted the guy actually has talent in the ring. It's just that character and gimmick is garbage. The first time you see it, you're like, ha ha hilarious. The eighth time you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> But what about the butcher and the blade? Because that's who they're taking on. <laughs> I hate that. <sighs> this whole, by the way, this whole segment was just to get Ishii over, which he went, does yeah. so. He wins yeah. with the brain buster, which is cool. Yeah, one of but my favorite finishers. The important yeah. thing is that that Ishii ha- is has shown up in America. It's awesome. Yeah, it looks like, um, like a guy I'd never want to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. No. So up next we have um, Sheeta versus Nyla Rose, another match in the TBS Championship Sheeta. tournament, and um, love Nyla me. Rose gets the, the interference win. I love Sheeta; she's awesome. Me but too. Serena Deeb comes in, beat, 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 punch, 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 gobbledygook, gobbledygook. Nyla Rose gets the win. <laughs> um, so then we have Dante Martin versus Leo Rush, or Dante Martin and Leo Rush versus the Acclaimed. You know how I feel about the Acclaimed, so Yo. move on. Quick, listen. This was good. Uh, he told he told me. You know I. You know I'm gonna talk about it because I love this spot, uh, man. Uh, but I was uh, talking. <laughs> but I was talking so fast. You weren't supposed to catch what I was saying. So no, 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 no. Because I gotta say right class. here because they called. They said. Uh, they said, Leah Rush, you're an amateur. We think you're better off as a manager. <laughs> That's not even funny. That is no funny. Those two that's that's pretty like that. funny. I like that. <laughs> that is okay. Yeah. That is one a soft rhyme at best. Yeah. And two, it's clearly wrong. Leo Rush is pretty awesome in the movie. So Max Caster, <laughs> no one should listen to you. I hate God. Listen. Shut the fuck up. Yo. I hate your guts. Listen. Uh, 
I mean, come on, leverage buyout rush. <laughs> he was a I pretty good Bobby talk. Lashley manager. Like, <laughs> um, I need no MVP, but you know. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious whenever they go. He goes, the acclaim has arrived, and then. Leo and uh, Dante in stereo do suicide dives and knock yeah. him on their ass. Yes. And Tony Schiavone goes, they claimed they're on their ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty I good. I love that. That's that was stuff. awesome. All right, you can proceed. Uh, I'll say my um, piece. <laughs> okay, now that we can move on from the horrible acclaim, how come they don't get released? At least Max Kessler. Anyways, um, Dante Martin and Leo Rush get to win with flip moves. Um, up next, I love this. CM Punk interrupts MJF. Yeah. Which CM Punk threw a giant fit about Eddie Kingston interrupting him, and then he interrupted MJF. I was going to say, MJF. I hope we call out the hypocrisy here. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Really. But I, like, I love how he gets under MJF's skin by barely even acknowledging him. Like, it was great. Like, CM Punk was basically like, you're not worth me yeah. mentioning. But it, mm-hmm. at the same time, CM Punk just interrupted him. You came out to, so it's fine. Um, and promos. Give him that content from like 15 years ago. <laughs> the yes. promos and the matches are going to be awesome in this feud. Yeah, this is going to be my favorite feud for the next three months. No, I'm, I'm pretty I hope excited. It, it was, it was awesome. Yes, I loved it. I just wrote thank you underneath it. And then uh, up next we have the Gun Club interrupts Darby Allen. You love the Gun Club. I'm a How dare you speak ill of the one, the one, Billy Gunn. <laughs> Kippy Sop! <laughs> Hold on. That's me turning the page on my notes. Okay. Is no it just four pictures of Billy Gunn? Gun? <laughs> he wrestles on Rampage, so. Yes, he does. It gets worse By the way, Jay Lethal makes his in-ring debut and. He fights Sammy Guevara for the TNT title, and it was a great match. I love Jay Lethal so much. It's the main it was event. Great seeing him. Oh, Jay uh, Lethal is oh so good, so love good. Man, love it. Love yeah. Jay Lethal. He's going to go through all his characters. I feel like too. Like like yes, to- I, Tony's got to want him to do all those. Yeah. Does and he I do the Ric Flair right now? Yeah. Uh, well, he's he's showing tidbits. I think so. Love it. Um, and that was the main event. Um, Jay Lethal lost. Obviously, but yep. yeah, it was a pretty eh, crowd. The crowd loved the match. The crowd loved Lethal yep. too. Yeah. Yep. Also, the crowd loves. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The crowd loves Dante Martin and Leo Rush as well. You know who the crowd yeah. hates? Billy Gunn. No, that no. You hate Billy Gunn. You hate Billy Gunn. I am the crowd. The crowd loves Billy Gunn, and so do you. Actually, no. you no, told me it's that. on your Wikipedia page. That I've created and edited you for you. <laughs> my my only last note of that was it's so hilarious how Bobby Fish keeps trying to do the undisputed pose and they they're like he goes to do it and they're like you can't do that. Yeah, nope. goes, you can't say that here. You can't do that here, dude. Yeah. Um, What'd you say, Michael? So here's a just a quick note about this match with um with Jay Lethal. So here's the stark difference between WWE and um, AEW for those who aren't quite aware of like the in-depth like presentation of pro wrestling. Here it is right here. AEW's philosophy is you can put someone over strong and still have them lose. WWE is 50-50 booking, small package roll-up. Sure. Yeah. So if cool boy. to the marks out there, if you really want to know the difference, that is the shining example between the two companies. 
Mm-hmm. Totally, totally agree. All right, moving on to Impact Wrestling. Now, this was a show right before Impact Plus, which was Saturday night. Impact Wrestling was Thursday night. Uh, before that, I only have a few notes for you here. Uh, Macklin beats the Laredo Kid uh, and gets a spot in the triple threat match for the X Division title. Uh, Turning Point is uh, was this past Saturday on Impact Plus, so that's basically one the uh, the pay per view <laughs> they've been talking about the whole time. Um, also, uh, Decay uh, they kind of scared the inspiration uh, uh, by kind of like intimidating them uh, after their match by like coming out with their music and just you know just acting creepy. So there's kind of scaring the inspiration. So there are going to be a few coming up. Eddie and Moose uh, fight basically the whole show all around the Impact Zone. Uh, and then next up, Mercedes Martinez uh, cuts another promo on Mickey James. Hardcore country. Next up, not in it today. Next up, such a poor primo right now. <laughs> just it's hardcore so country. Uh, so nothing means anything anymore. You know what my, my heart is in this. Oh my gosh! It's Billy. Oh my god! Billy's That's the, the last thing I would show. want to appear behind me in a mirror. <laughs> Next up, Hakaleo versus Luke Gallows. Gallows wins. The feud continues. Uh, and then, uh, funny, man, they bring the demon back once again. He is on the show. Uh, the demon with Decay beat Johnny Swinger, Hernandez, and Falaba. And then main event, Minoru Suzuki versus Josh Alexander. This match was uh, about as stiff as a normal Suzuki match uh, normally is. But, you know, it told, a, uh, it told a great story. Josh ends up winning by the C4 Spike. Striker uh, goes off by saying he is the best wrestler in the world. And uh, just as it goes off, they preview that next week, Wrestle House 2 is going to start. Uh, remember that, like, reality show that they did back yeah. during COVID? Roddy Piper. Yeah. No, I was thinking oh, something else. Yeah. Roddy Piper House. I was thinking Legends House. Yeah, you get some sleep, man. Legends House had White Hacksaw and Roddy Piper. I remember last year when The Ultimate Warrior and Kurt Henning appeared on live newscasts. And I don't even know. So sleep. Sleep with that. All right. So that was Impact Wrestling this past Thursday. And then Saturday night at Turning Point, nothing happened. Every uh, title was retained. The only thing that happened on it was what I said earlier. Uh, Jonah Rock, I think they're just calling him Jonah, a.k.a. Bronson Reed from NXT, debuts. uh, You know, the the storyline was decimates uh, Josh Alexander. So it looks like they're going to have a um, a – you know, a, a program coming up here. So quick talks, uh, guys on that real quick. Uh, what do you, uh, how big of a player you think Jonah can be in impact Primo? Oh, absolutely. I think he could be main eventer there. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I 100%. So yeah. okay. what's the name of the program he's doing again? I mean the program. Oh yeah. You don't watch it. No slander. No slander. <laughs> Michael. No impact slander. We all watch no, no, no. wrestling. This there, one's I, just I'm on. actually asking a serious question here because wasn't there impact. like um there's some, I know it's impact, but like wasn't there like a name <laughs> to like the the arc that they're doing with him though? Like, am I just oh. am I going crazy or did I just make something up here? That I thought there was a name to the arc he was doing, but anyway, um yeah, Maybe he could definitely you need be. A nap. 
I I need to stop living in fantasy land is what I need. To do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy there though. <laughs> yeah. What do you what do you think, AJ? Yes or no? Yes. Big player, mid carter. No, fucking main eventer. Get him in I was there. gonna say main eventer too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get him yeah. in there. Get get Johnny Impact back in there and yeah, Honestly, I was, yeah, I was like so excited to see him in Impact. Yeah, I was, you get Morrison yeah. back there. Yes. Yeah, I was excited to see him. Like, I was ready for him to go to the main roster before they freaking. Yeah, yeah, him. me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a lot but of momentum. I'm, I'm a big Bronson so. Reed fan. So. I'll say you it know. again, though, man. These guys that got released a while back got to be freaking happy right now because all these mm-hmm. other you know people this you know just yeah. continues to grow, man. So I mean, there's a tons of places for everybody to work. So thank God for that. But you know. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. So, all right, let's move on to SmackDown. This was the Friday night SmackDown that came on right before uh, Survivor Series. That was this past Sunday night. Go home show for SmackDown. Take us through there, SmackDown. Smacking it down, baby. The show yeah. opener. After replaying the main event of last week's SmackDown, it down, the show opens with the Usos in the ring talking trash to uh, Big E on Raw and. RK bro at Survivor Series basically saying we sent you a message dudes and we gonna send you some messages too RK bro <laughs> so just something like that tonight we are going that's to see <laughs> tonight we're gonna see the one oh that's what they said they said tonight we're going to see the one who runs the WWE the one true king the head of the table the tribal chief the tribal the king ones. Roman Reigns with the ones out comes the head of the table. Paul Heyman says there is no one in the history of the WWE that deserves to be crowned the king as much as the tribal chief. Your tribal king, My Roman, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Paul says the distinction of king doesn't belong to Xavier Woods, and it sure as hell doesn't belong to someone named Barack Lesnar, who, by the way, won King of the Ring in 2002. Yes, he, did. he keeps mm-hmm. talking a bit more, and Roman holds out his hand for the mic. <laughs> Because because in the ring at this moment, they have the throne, the crown, the scepter, the cape. They have all the king's accoutrements. Mm. And he, he says, whose idea was this? <laughs> he, he makes it very clear that, that he doesn't need the king's materialistic items because he's worked hard and says, Hartford, acknowledge me. He Love says it. the only reason that he took the crown was because he can Mm-hmm. Out, comes, out comes King Woods. He says that all of those things in the ring are King Woods' property, but they aren't what makes a man a true king. He challenges Roman to come out later on in the main event uh, without the two goons, a.k.a. the Wet Bandits, as he calls them. For, you know, <laughs> yeah. Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. So they can look... Each other eye to eye, handled like men. Roman orders the bloodline to destroy all the king, all of King Wood's property. King Woods finally has enough when they go to destroy the crown and charges the ring. They maul him, then make him watch as Roman says, "I'm the only king around here, and I don't need props." As he proceeds to destroy the crown right in King Wood's face. How uh, how cheap did that crown look, by the way? Dude, it looks like it's, it's made was... out of like foam. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it, it looks like they looks stacked like, a bunch of Burger King. Uh, 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 you know, crowns t- together and glued them. I mean, really, Woods should be grateful to Roman because he got rid of the king gimmick, which is the kiss of death in that company. So uh, he's like, so, oh, thank I, God I, think, I don't have to do this king thing. Oh, I think King Woods was going to be great. I love King Woods. 
Yeah. Xavier Woods, awesome. King gimmick, horrible. It, it doesn't work for many people, no. I love it because him and Kofi were they can they can go a long way with this comedic. Is there a Kofi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna let the jury stay out on this one. For I can't a while. twist my mustache. I'm not it's not long enough yet on it, but yeah, I mean, to me, the only kings I recognize are that I liked best were Macho King and Booker. Yep. Macho and Booker. All hell, King Booker. Booker. Macho did it best. All right. Backstage, later on, King Wood says he will still challenge Roman later in the night. He says everyone knows the Roman Empire wasn't built in a day, but it will fall tonight. Clever. This is the the decision, as we know last week, if you watched SmackDown last week, we know that Sami Zayn's spot was vacated after he lost to Jeff Hardy. So the decision as to who will represent the final spot of Team SmackDown is determined by a fatal four-way. By the returning Sheamus, Cesaro, Jinder Mahal, and Ricochet. Ricochet. Cesaro (laughs) has the match won, but Ridge Holland comes out for the distraction allowing Sheamus to get the victory. Sheamus is the final member of Men's Team SmackDown. That was a great Next match. up, I was okay I like this, it, it was good. I like that, yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, one thing I want to say too that McAfee said, did you, did you guys notice that? I said a while back, didn't y'all, didn't y'all tell y'all that Pat McAfee looked like Ridge Holland? He says all the yes, time. He says the be- much better version than me. It must be, yeah, so when he comes out now, he's like, oh, the better looking version than me just came yeah. out. <laughs> looking fly as ever. I was like, oh, that is great, man. McAfee, is like, I'm liking him more and more, man. It's funny. Is you, I, I've, I've noticed that people are on either side of the spectrum. There's no in between. Like, people hate him or they yeah. love him mm-hmm. like we do. Yeah. Uh, Michael, next what do you up, think about Pat McAfee? Yeah, what do you think about yeah. Pat McAfee? Um, I think he's got really good color, but like the voice inflection, the over the top voice inflections, that's got to be toned down. Like sometimes it's the only thing you can hear. What about dancing and teabagging Michael Cole? Uh, you know, hasn't Michael Cole suffered enough by Heinrich? <laughs> hasn't he yeah, had enough male genitalia around <laughs> this area? Yeah. Classic. Love it. Uh, so you want to know how dumb I am? Right now when you said he he has nice color, I'm like, did he just go on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> you host a wrestling podcast. <laughs> you provide color commentary. Commentary. On yes. <laughs> Next up, we have the a, a video package of Charlotte versus Betty. Uh, Betty. Becky. Betty. <laughs> Betty Lynch. Betty Nug. Um, Charlotte versus Becky video promotional package, and I thought it was absolute fire. I loved it. It really did get me hyped even more than I was for the only match that I really, really cared about at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And I actually like it. Just goes through their history of them together, and I thought it was a really good, well put, well put together video. WWE is really good at this, and they, they don't are. do it anymore. They like, don't, and it's sad mm-hmm. that they don't. I agree. Hey, man. hey I agree. Primo, I got an actual question for you here. Um, I going may have into, an extra answer. Going into this, who did you take in Lynch versus Flair? Uh, Charlotte. Okay. And I'm I'm a Becky fan, but I took Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the night, uh, King Woods arrives to the ring to call out the Tribal Chief. He says, after last week, it's clear that Roman can't beat King Woods one-on-one, so he tells him to bring his ass out you. He said, bring your ass. Bring your ass. At, bring as Roman ass. makes his way to the ring, the Usos seem to get thrown through the curtain, just like the Spirit Squad did back in 06. 
Yes. <laughs> so good, good analogy. Yes. <laughs> Very nice pull there, Primo. <laughs> I hope your got your that knowledge of the Spirit Squad is rivaled by none. <laughs> I, I was at the pay per view that they debuted. I'm like, who? Is, what are these? Like, what? They were on my top five most hated. Oh, most hated, yep. Yeah. So. Uh, so the Usos get thrown out the curtain, and with King Woods, he has a big smile on his face. Out comes WWE champ Big E. Big E and King yeah. Woods proceed to beat the hell out of the Tribal Chief and the rest of the bloodline until Roman Reigns is forced to run away with his tail between his legs as the smacking it down, baby, closes their go-home to Survivor Series. Nice. You know, Xavier Woods has an actual title that's more impressive than a fake king title. It's, it's Doctor. Is it his, his up, up, down, down title? <laughs> that's Doctor oh, his, his Woods. Actual doctor, doctor, yeah. doctor his Woods. actual title. Yeah. Yes, that's that was... true. And I do respect him for that. That that's, takes a lot. So yeah, that was Xavier Smackdown. Woods is an awesome dude. So that was SmackDown last Friday at Hartford, uh, Connecticut. So so then we jump over to uh, Rampage AJ, AJ for a short uh, – uh, Rampage A for a uh, short show here on Friday nights uh, back uh, at show? Norfolk, Virginia. They had uh, recorded. Yes. So what happened on Rampage there? So this show kicks off. This is, of course, the November 19th episode of AEW Rampage A with Darby Allen versus Billy Gunn. You loved it. <sighs> I heard you cheering. Don't pretend like Two you weren't cheering for that drops. match. It took two coffin drops to beat Billy Gunn. I mean, yeah, Darby Allen was hurt from his match from NJF. He was still selling the shit out of it. Two coffin drops. Are you fucking dumb? You know, I don't know if Eric and Primo have ever seen the posters in your house. My ass man posters? The, the memorabilia and the action figures. <laughs> <laughs> so, Here's what happened, guys. He went for an interview it. one time. He <laughs> he froze. We, we will never hear the story. We may not. <laughs> he froze. My secret remains safe. Uh, go, go ahead, AJ. Keep going. So, uh, Darby Allen gets the win, clearly, as he should. Um, up next, we have Jade Cargill versus Red Velvet. Um, so Jade is a lock to win the TBS championship, right? Like no one's yeah, yeah. Jade. I think Which, so cool. I, I, she's, I'm coming around. I still think she's so limited and boring, but she looks a million bucks and, uh, it's fine. So then the main event already, and there were some in between segments as well. I just am not talking about them because this was such a brief episode. It was, yeah. Um, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. My brother and I got into an argument before the show about how to properly spell the word Jurassic. Um, <laughs> it's two Jurassic. S's, by the way. It is, it is two S's, yeah. Two I'll S's. Know. Jurassic Park two is parts. the reason I would know that. Two S's. Um, so it ends up that there's, um, you know, a big schmoz. Uh, and Bobby Fish taps to said schmoz when he's in... The, uh, the snare trap, but it was really cool, again, that Bobby Fish and Adam Cole were teaming. Obviously, they were yep. disputed era for many years. Um, so it was cool. It was I, I really liked this match. It was fun. Jungle Boy is getting better and better, and holy shit, he's going to be amazing soon. Like, soon, soon. 
Um, so yeah, this this match did a really good job. This episode seemed shorter than normally as far as AEW Rampage goes. Um, and it was a, it was a I, I saw Billy Gunn and I wanted to throw things at my computer screen. But apart from that, A plus. Yeah, yeah, pretty good show there. So that was uh, Rampage on Friday night. Nothing happened on Saturday night, and then we had Survivor Series on Sunday as uh, they were um, were at Brooklyn, New York uh, for uh, Survivor Series. The Barclay Center. That's right. Barclay Center, yeah. All right. Well, oh, uh, yeah. I cannot keep looking at. Yeah, we um, still see Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I thought you were in the bathroom break or something. So that's why no, we were no. living here. I was sitting I was, I was oh here just God. letting you watch. So, All right, yeah. I want to explain to everyone what just happened at home because that was amazing. So, you on Primo's screen right now, or everyone watching at home, like anyone not watching and said just listening. Um, <laughs> Billy or Primo had Billy Gunn on the screen, and we're like, "Oh, he's Billy Gunn is still there." And then off screen, you can hear Primo go <laughs> and just giggle. It's like he's a pulling the fast one. <laughs> All right, so Primo is going to read right. our Survivor yeah. Series results here from Survivor uh, Series just results last night, are... man. Real, real quick, did you guys enjoy the show? More than I thought I would. Yeah, I, I actually did enjoy it, um, especially the opening match. Um, yeah, yeah. Yep. Let's start with the 25-man Battle Royale was won by none other than Omos, almost. Of course it was. The yeah. women's Raw Team Raw versus Team SmackDown traditional 5-on-5 match was won by Team Raw with Bianca as the sole survivor. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I should have saw that coming. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, she did make a nice babyface comeback. Yeah, yeah, she did. I mean, she was down four one, and then they, uh, you know, came all the way back. But like, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I like this card. This was probably the match I liked the least, but you know, it was still pretty good. I mean, still pretty good. I didn't understand why the team turned on Sasha Banks. I, I still don't understand that. Like you're only screwing yourself. The whole team is right? heels. Yeah, yeah but Sasha. Still. Mm. And Sasha's a heel, but right now she's a face. Like it's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it makes no <laughs> sense. Uh, men's traditional five on five team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Okay, uh, I like this way better. Team Raw wins with Seth Rollins as a sole survivor. Mm-hmm. I like the this final two were Seth Rollins and Jeff Hardy. That was good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Then we had on the pre-show match, I forgot to mention, was the U.S. Championship versus Intercontinental Champion, uh, Damian Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And it was <laughs> Shinsuke as your, your victor. Surprising. Yep. Very um, surprising. Nakamura! Nakamura! And then we have uh, just three matches left. There was a short, like... There weren't very many matches at all. No, there were. There was like five. It's still three and a half hours long, though, wasn't it? Four. Close to that. Four hours. Close four. RK Bro versus the Usos, the Usos, and your winners were RK Bro. So bro, would, bro, bro, bro. Would what would Riddle sound like talking to Randy after their win, Primo? <laughs> Randy. <laughs> 
You really do care, Randy. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. That's amazing. Next up, uh, women's championship uh, champion versus champion. uh, Raw women's champ versus SmackDown women's champ. Charlotte versus Becky. The hottest match on the card. It was also the opener. Featuring all the Becky boots. All of the Becky boots. All the Becky boots. Ain't no bad thing. All the Becky boots. And the winner via roll-up. And what did she do? She held the ropes. That's yep. what it was. Yeah, she held Charlotte held the ropes and got found out, and then Becky turned around and held the ropes and got away with it and won the match. Yeah. Stupid Becky class. said, like, God, I'm good, or something like that. In the, got in the him. Camera. Yeah. Welcome back, Michael. Yeah, that was kind of cringy. So this is what happens when you try to tell a story about Billy Gunn and AJ has access oh, to you the missed internet. Oh, you missed the unveiling of this. <laughs> Our main event was Roman versus Big E, your WWE champion versus the lesser known universal championship. Uh, in Roman won, though. He is the tribal chief. Uh, he, 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 went, awesome. he went over clean. So, I mean, there wasn't any kind of shenanigans. Yeah. He went over clean. Mm-hmm. No yeah. surprises at the end of Survivor Series. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking long-term booking because, to me, they basically made Big E look like the United States title by a, a clean win. I, like I saw yes. I saw a uh, statistic that he's lost five times since winning the championship. Good fucking Whether God. it be singles or tag team competition. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I love this show. I mean, it was great. That match was great. And, yes, the right guy won. But, but like, you know, like, man, like, just a, a he clean. He's the WWE spot. champion. Yeah. yeah, with a hard clean. spear. Yeah. After I he mean, kicked out of the spear. Yeah. Like, they like, let him kick out of one, I guess. Like, that was the thing. But props to WWE, though. This is I, – I enjoyed this pay-per-view. It was good. You know, we were talking, doing stuff last night during the pay-per-view. I went back and watched Charlotte Becky over um, this morning. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a great pay-per-view. It's got to be long-term booking. Big E and Roman, you know, this whole thing ain't done. So that's the only reason why I'm thinking it was a uh, a clean, you know, go over there for, for Roman. And, you know, just, I mean, I don't know. Just, I mean, we know Charlotte and Becky ain't done. This is the first of many, you know. But all, 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 all in all, I thought it was a good show. Um, I didn't like the way the one... end of Roman Big E was booked. Um, no, yeah, me neither. Which... Um, I like the whole match, and then the yeah, end. the whole match was great. Yeah, um, like if, uh, if every- you're gonna put a champion over a champion, though, especially when they're supposed to be on equal footing, like have Big E tweak the knee on like that that apron spear or something. Have give him a reason to like you know, oh well, he slipped one by him this time, but next time he's gonna get him. Like no, he pinned him flat on his back. One, two, three. It was like. Yeah. Yeah. What did you yeah. say, Primo? What were you going to say? What did I say? They're not unequal. Oh, other than that part, uh, the what I was saying about – he actually mentioned it a second ago, uh, the spearing through the ropes. Every time Big E does that, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I feel like – because he's a uh, he's a thick dude. I expect mm-hmm. – like, yes. I'm afraid he's going to catch on the ropes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There and was, he goes um, head down, seems like, every yeah. time. So and, there was, and he uh, always lands, like, right here. Yeah. yeah. Like, good God, man. I don't know if you guys um, caught you guys, this, but in, go ahead. I'm sorry. The did you guys see the crowd turn on the uh, women's Survivor Series match? Oh yeah, 
They were doing the There wave. was a wave. <laughs> there was a wave. Yeah, yeah. It was people were like, okay, it's not a good sign. Um, right. There was a spot, real quick, I don't know if anyone caught this, but like in that battle royale when they were doing the tug of war with AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. Was, did you see how he hit the floor hard? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Right yeah. here. To the outside. Right here. Yeah. It was. Woof. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'm like, oh, separated shoulder, broken clavicle, you know, collarbone. Mm. Like, yeah. Ugh, like, yeah. Mm. Like, it was like they didn't communicate when to let go and almost did, almost whatever. You know, he's a bum, man. Like, I don't. He's I only, I only looked so up nice. a couple times during uh, that match, and that was just that happened to be one of them. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not getting almost here. So, but uh, yeah. All right. Quick rating, uh, uh, one to 10. Primo, what do you give the, what do you give the, uh, the pay per view? Four. Okay. Four for AJ. Y'all go on that. I agree Whoa. with that. Four it thumbs up. It wasn't that bad. I, I got, give it a five. I get. I get. I got one. I, I thought I got. I got one met car uh, match on the card. That I looked. This is how I rate it. I had one match on the card I looked forward to, and then two whole matches on the card I super enjoyed, and beyond that, I thought the rest was kind of meh. Yeah. There was a. There was an actual moment when we were watching it that AJ stopped and looked at me. And goes. Who's on that team watching the <laughs> the women's five the five women match? He's like, I did. Who is on what team right now? <laughs> right. Yeah. If we didn't have the blue, yeah, because the guys wore blue and red. Some of them. Yeah. I think but, that's yeah. what kills it for me. Maybe I wanted to go back to Survivor Series the way it was, not yes, this brand because yeah. they and they keep saying that. Like Michael Cole goes, "It's the one time of the year when brands come. The brands challenge each other." I'm like, no. It, it was it's not, not this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lie, yeah. Michael Cole. Also, right. like, this did you guys like how they had the, the network they were on on their backs? Too? That's also yeah. super stupid. Yeah, like, that was I, horrible. I don't like any of that. Yeah. No. All right. Well, before we get to the drop kick discussion, it's time to crown a new champion. I'm gonna break it all down here for you. What exactly happened last night? All right. So. You know, um, like I said, we, you know, all the big four pay-per-views, we all picked uh, the matches uh, of, you know, whoever wins the most matches uh, takes home the trophy. Primo has won it for the first two pay-per-views. He's had a long title reign. So let me break down everything that went uh, on and went down last night. Um, you know, it looked really good for, uh, for me early. I started out hot. And then, uh, and AJ kind of came on here late, but let's, uh, let's start this thing right off finishing in third place, uh, for this, uh, pay-per-view, our former champion getting two matches out of six, right? Primo. It was a good run brother. And, uh, you were a respectable champion. Appreciate you respecting the brand and, uh, and, uh, but you are no longer the head of the table. You are no longer the tribal chief. We do not have to hear that shit anymore until you're champion once again. Then once you are, you can let it all hang out once again. But what, uh, did, what did we just say? We just said babyface champions don't last long. This is true. This is true. I like it. I like it. <laughs> AJ is the face on the pod. <laughs> AJ is the face on the pod. All right. So let's get down to it. So, um, so oh, yeah. no, real quick though. Uh, I did actually, you didn't unveil it yet, but we'll get to that. Oh, okay. All right. So let's get down to it here. So uh, out of six matches, uh, it came down, uh, you know, me and AJ, both, we had Becky. Uh, men's Raw, I had Raw, he had SmackDown, so I got that one. I had Shinsuke, he had Damien, so I got that one. 
Now, this is where he came on here because he got the last two. I had the Usos. He had, he had RK-Bro, and I had uh, Women's SmackDown. He had Raw. Okay, so we were we were we were tied up okay so i had three uh and he had three going into the final match he had i had biggie he had roman reigns okay all right now had this gone to a tiebreaker the time of the charlotte becky match was the tiebreaker okay the charlotte becky match official time was 18 minutes and 15 seconds now I said my my choice was 18 minutes and 12 seconds. So I missed it by 3 freaking seconds on on the tiebreaker if we had went to the tiebreaker, okay? But we did not. I picked Big E because I thought it would be a schmazzy DQ finish. The Usos bloodline was going to, you know, so that was my reasoning for big picking Big E. I was wrong. AJ Mm-hmm. AJ AJ had Roman uh uh and he uh won clean so and no sit down Mark Kurt Angle champion AJ is your new champion Primo will be shipping the trophy to AJ Let me let him get it in Get ready. AJ doing his celebra- celebratory <laughs> I just want you to know we're all grown men doing this. Yes, we are. AJ, congratulations, man. Uh, you are the new champion holder. That trophy's uh, coming to you. So you'll be the champion at least until Royal Rumble, man. Congratulations, buddy. Yes. We, I, it, it was fun, man. We made it interesting, didn't we? Uh, yes, that came down to the last match. Um, and I got to tell you, like the only reason I took RK bro, cause I had the Usos initially, but then I was like, Oh, it's Randy Orton's record breaking pay-per-view match. I'm like, he's going to win that one. Right. That's so I switched it. Otherwise you would be Amazing. taking home the trophy. Right I actually now, said that to me before we watched the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes total sense. I didn't even think in that angle. So for that, congrats, match, so. AJ, congrats. Thank I, you. Uh, Thank you all. I promise I, to, um, be an outstanding babyface champ, you know. Thank you, AJ's game, baby. Woo! One day, as your reigning, defending, sit-down marks champion, thank you, marks. You are all amazing. Uh, hey, one day, you, I love it. One, one day. day. <laughs> do you, uh, do you guys it's love part-time day. champions, buddy? You want Brock Lesnar this up? Oh, um. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna. I'll talk to you offline. I'll get it to you, but I was gonna see if you wanted me to wait because you're not gonna be in state for like a week. No, you should send it here. Um, send it where is that right now? It's fine. It's, Don't worry about it. <laughs> going lately, it's been a week to go anywhere. Right. So, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, Primo so, will be shipping the uh, trophy over to AJ. Remember that self-addressed stamped uh, box that I sent you? Uh, <laughs> you didn't say you were gonna do that. There it is. <laughs> All right, congratulations, AJ. He's going to put the title up at the Royal Rumble. We're going to be drawing uh, balls for spots at the Royal Rumble. So uh, going into the Royal Rumble, we're going to know what numbers we're going to have, and then uh, the winner, whatever uh, number wins the Royal Rumble, uh, is going to take home the trophy. So uh, the trophy will be 
in St. Louis. So AJ's bringing it with him. So the winner that yeah. night is going to take it home from the Royal take Rumble. So, yeah, you're going to get to uh, take it home the night that you win it. So that is uh, what's coming up. So, all right, before uh, it's time to get to our dropkick discussion <laughs> of the week, boys, we um... – What's up, bozos? This is Trevor Outlaw, but you can address me as yours rudely. And you're listening to the Sit Down Marks podcast with DB, Primo, and AJ. All right, so guys, uh, for the month of November, we have been doing Saturday night's main events uh, reviews. We've been watching old shows. We saw uh, the Mega Powers um, form. We saw an awesome Macho and, uh, and Bret Hart match. We also, um, you know, so, and a lot of good wrestle matches. Bam, bam, Bigelow, Bundamania, Bundamania, Bundamania. We saw, we saw, oh, we saw. What was that? Pile driver. Yeah, pile driver. Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. like been awesome, fight. man. Sounds I'm like an argument. Sounds I'm gonna, I'm gonna like miss pile driver. These yeah. have been so much fun. So yeah. much fun. All I right, still so think one of my favorite moments was watching Andre try to be sneaky. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> with his giant moose hand. Just yeah. Bleh. All right. So let me but set this one up for you. Me. This is the last Saturday night's main event of the month. This one was uh, aired February the 8th, 1992 in Primo's home state of Lubbock, Texas. Not Lubbock, Lubbock town, but Texas, Lubbock, the state, Lubbock municipal uh coliseum uh, you ever been there before primo i've been to Olympic, yes yeah no i mean uh, the municipal coliseum no i've not been there no texas that's where texas tech is right texas tech correct all right correct we call them texas light but yeah texas tech <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this one aired february 8th 1992 this was the lead up to mania 8 in indianapolis indiana which was probably worse than the main events of all time it was called a friendship torn apart you know, um, <laughs> Sid and Hogan uh, as, uh, as Sid's going to turn on him in this one. So uh, just to uh, kind of uh, put where we are, Ric Flair was the uh, champion at the time. He had just won the Royal Rumble in 1992 back in January, which was basically just a few weeks prior to this uh, this one coming out. But this was the last Saturday Night's main event until later that year in November when the next one uh, comes out. So right off the bat, boys, the opening uh, change, they got different music from what we've been hearing from the yeah. original Anna, Anna New Logo, Bobby Heenan, Vince McMahon. What would you guys see uh, to start right off the bat? Um, uh, right off the bat was, obviously, you mentioned the different intro. It was more, definitely more... Uh, I don't know. 90s. With the, with the, we have definitely more 90s, for sure. Yeah, I guess that would be the best way to put it. Um, and also, as far as – I did write something about Bobby Heenan here. I put Bobby Heenan comparing Jake the Snake and Miss Elizabeth's uh, interaction to how he gives his dog treats mm-hmm. makes absolutely <laughs> zero sense to me. But with Bobby oh, Heenan delivering it, it's hilarious. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, he said that like – if he if Miss Elizabeth was his dog, he wouldn't give her the treat, but he would throw it away instead. It's like, so you would buy the treats just to throw them away? That makes no sense, Bobby Heaton, but I love you. 
So get the show started off here. We got Roddy Piper versus the Mountie. Oh, dear God. So, the Mountie. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, you know you're in the 80s right off the bat when the Mountie's on your screen. Funny, uh, Piper's coming to, the, coming to the ring, and Bobby Heenan says, nice belt. Piper has to hold his skirt up, which is actually the Intercontinental <laughs> title. So, beautiful uh, title. Beautiful title, man. Love that belt, man. This no, one thing, put the pop oh, for Roddy Piper was yes. still huge. Babyface Roddy here. Babyface Roddy. Okay, uh, so so there's a, there's a, have... a series of funny things. So, <laughs> first of all, there was a double Pearl Harbor. They both attacked each other. Like the, the Mountie attacked... Um, you know, Piper beforehand, and Piper, of course, is like, boo, no style, and then attacks the Mountie. And then we have the. F so we were watching this. It was me, Muggle, and our mom. <laughs> we're all watching this. And my mom, like, sees Roddy Roddy Piper, who she actually recognized Roddy Roddy Piper. Right. And she, she just goes, Are those the right color of tartans for his kilt? <laughs> <laughs> what the things that like, she noticed? <laughs> she wanted to make sure the colors were right for his clan too. <laughs> oh wow! So we're like, I mean, I don't think he's actually from Scotland, Mom. I we both just stopped and looked at him like we've never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I never no. thought of that. You're like, no. that is a great point, right? And, and, yes. and, and would I, would I ever, would I ever on here? How about the Mounties pile driver on Roddy, man? Huh? That was, it's uh, good to see the pile it. driver actually used again. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Just as yeah. a music video. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the laser, <laughs> the laser taser, they called it a couple times comes into effect. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the fake sound effects when they put it on, actually, <laughs> on them, you know, being piped through. Yeah, and then Roddy uh, comes up with a, the a shock he's, vest. He's got a shockproof vest on at the end of the match. So, yeah, I got two things about this. So, number one, yeah. I put the dude on the uh, the walkway was so stoked that his girl kissed Roddy Piper. <laughs> he was. Uh, yep. <laughs> he was. And it then uh, I also said I popped for real big for the spot where Piper hit the Mountie and caught his little stun stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I put so... the, the ref was in a terrible position for the finish. Yeah. Just so um, you would know that it's a shockproof vest that said shockproof. Yeah, just in case you didn't know. It actually looked like a wetsuit, but okay. Also, there was a metal zipper on it, which is yeah. certainly <laughs> a conductor yeah. of electricity. It looks like they got a graffiti guy to do it right before he came in the building. Like spray right. shockproof on my Yeah, just spray shockproof on it. Yeah. Yeah. I All right, what you got that. here, AJ? I did love the like sound effect. And then I love Piper after he got hit, it was just like like just straight up no selling they should have flicked the lights on and off just because why not it's sucking electricity yes. it's yes. like plugged in under the ring yeah, this was a great opener man this was yeah. a great opener also, oh, it was great yeah it was a fun I match. also like the, the uh, in match promo with Brett the hitman heart because yep. he was doing mm -hmm. his awful oh I'm the hitman and I'm gonna beat you and, and I always oh, got oh, wet hair. My hair's always oh, yes. wet. Roman I mean, hair. A young Roman Reigns <laughs> takes notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Any last notes on this one before we move on? That's it. Um, let's see. Nope. We had, oh, I, I love the best. 
there is one thing we did have to explain to our non-wrestling fan mom that this is a period of time where everyone's gimmick is they have a job and then they wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> the yes. Mount yes. Jesus is a wrestler. <laughs> Right, yeah. Yep. Rowdy Roddy the Piper. He's so he's Checked a musician. In the parts who of Canada. Likes to fight. <laughs> yeah, the Mountie is a Canadian police officer. Big boss man, you know. Yeah. Duke the Duke and Josie is a garbage man. Right, yeah. I mean these people had jobs, man. They had jobs. IRS so, was Next up was a promo of uh of of the oh, excuse me, was a replay of Ric Flair winning the Royal Rumble. They was actually showing Sid throwing Hogan out, which was leading up to everything that was going on tonight because then Hogan was named the number one contender uh, by Jack Tunney at this really awesome, like, <laughs> just, like, press conference that I freaking died. So like, like uh, it was so hokey. Undertaker, like, uh, like oh, joking. my God, dude. Like, <laughs> that man's just sitting there. Just yeah. He's like the awkward introvert in class sitting over yeah. in the corner. Like, He's quiet, kid. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, man, that was so awesome. The, um, yeah, so this was just a lead up to what happens here. But what, what did you guys see there, man? It was, it was a lot going on. A lot of different characters. Macho doing his thing. And, you know, and Undertaker over there, quiet. And just – And how they, like – how they, like – Acted like it was a bingo. How they're like, like the number one contender for the world championship heavyweight championship is yep uh, Hulk Hogan, and he's like who drew number four. Who yeah, got and, four? and Hulk Hogan's like yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you had Sid with his shit eating grin. That <laughs> oh my god, I know. Great. Well, and he stood up too. He was like, eh. yeah, yeah. But I love, I love the idea of kayfabe like being like. All right, Mr. Undertaker, you're going to sit in this little folding chair at this right. table for right, now. Right. He's Mr. Mr. Dead Man. Do you think, like, Paul Bear was off to the side, like, with the urn? Like, he's throwing him to sit at the table. <laughs> after after they announced it, did you see Sid with the piece of paper that he, like, was trying to look tough, but he was just crumpling a piece of paper? It's like, oh, Sid. I love you know, it. I love it does, shit like this. They do bring up a good point, though. Why would Sid not be the number one contender? Hogan, brother, brother. Well, we got to brother it up, brother, brother, brother. Yes, it was, it was <laughs> like they That's wanted, exactly they wanted why, to yeah. murky it up to make it kind of look like it might be somebody other than Hogan, but it's always going to be Hogan, right? I mean, like, yeah. So. Of course it's Hogan. He's booking, right. so it's it very Hogan. well should have been said. So let's yeah, move like, on. Yes. Wise. So let's move on through this here, man. I'm um, there's a lot happening in this match, so I'm going to try to break it down here real quick for you. Hogan and Sid versus Undertaker and Flair with Kurt Henning ring, ringside. The crowd goes nuts, man. Hogan comes out with Brother Brutus. Now, this was, you know, just not long after the accident uh, from Bruce uh, Brutus. Yeah. You know, his mm-hmm. face was, was still newly uh, fixed. Um, it was a parasailing accident. Is that what it was? I think. So, it was um, Beefcake was on the beach. And some girl was parasailing and went over the sand and just went, boom, right yeah. into Beefcake's face and destroyed yeah. it. Like, he had to get Ooh. complete facial reconstruction surgery. Yep. So, um, so anyway, Sid, uh, Sid uh, starts out the match. Uh, he is uh, playing like everything is good. He's got a really awkward, dumb-looking, funny smile on his face. Like, he's, yeah. like he, they just taught him how to smile right before he walked out there. So, um, yeah, that was pretty wild. But, um, you know, <laughs> Sid insists that he starts a match with his 1992 body glove elbow pad. Y'all see that? Yeah. Like the <laughs> you guys know you had some body glove gear back in the day, He's, right? He is. Body glove. I, I, when I had my skateboard, I had body glove uh, knee pads. Yeah. <laughs> body, glo- body glove swim trunks. 
Um, before you uh, dive into this match, Dirty, I have to say one thing. The ratio of performer to mullet was... (laughs) (laughs) We we counted this. There were seven performers, six mullets. It was... Including the ref. The only one who didn't have a mullet. Flair didn't have one. But we have... But Flair was kind of... He was like a poof bouffant. So it was a bit... What about Liz? Did she have a mullet? Liz wasn't out there for this one. No, she wasn't out there yet. But he had the, he had the South Carolina sweeper going, like you know, yeah. that little <laughs> lovely fluffer. You, know? you better say South Carolina. I'll say North. <laughs> All right, I know so, where Rick Flair's from. No, from... that's where I'm from. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick Flair is taking his normal bumps as usual. He's the best wrestler in this match by far at this point. Uh, you know, Taker had only been in. Uh, the WWF for just over a year. So he was still looking like the young undertaker that we knew, you know, Hogan yeah. tags in to clean house. Sid looks, Sid looks jealous as Hogan is uh, kind of stealing his, his spotlight flares, uh, taking his normal bumps, his bumps over the ropes, his face bumps, uh, you know, the ones that he used to take in the middle of the ring, still one of the best sales ever. Uh, Flair puts uh, the figure four on Hogan. Hogan's trying to tag Sid, but Sid uh, has no part of it. He's just standing there looking distracted, talking to fans, uh, and Taker and Flair just keep working over Hogan. And uh, so, you know, the usual Hogan hulks up, double clothesline. Hogan goes for the tag, and Sid jumps off the apron and leaves. The match is uh, – is, uh, is contested as a DQ as uh, Taker and Flair attack Hogan. Beefcake comes running in, which Hogan, uh, uh, you know, tells him, you know, after they've cleared everybody out that, you know, you could have hurt yourself. You're, you know, they're, they're really working. You know, Hogan's talking about the accident. It's out in the open. It's not kayfabe. You know what I'm saying? You know, so he's, you know, telling him, you know, that he could, you know, hurt himself, you know, forever because the accident that he just had, you know, but, um, but, you know, and hey, you know, Hogan's music hits, you know, brother, brother, you know, that's the way the match ends. So what do you guys have here for um, this uh, tag match? I'm going to tell you, I wrote down my exact thoughts. Exact, uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> from the from the promo beforehand, I put because it's before hit before that they have Sid and Hogan shaking hands or whatever. I put Hogan has got to be the dumbest person ever to believe Sid would forgive him that easily for costing yep. him the, his title spot. Uh, and then, uh, and now, and then I wrote Undertaker taking a hip toss from Hogan it was pretty funny. See, yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I put I wrote down double atomic drop. That was cool. Yeah, in stereo. Yeah, and I said t- I put I said I, I laughed every time they hit Taker, and he just kind of walks around slowly like a zombie for a couple <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I said I was a big fan of Sid in this match. He doesn't have to put up with Hogan's BS. Some fan had some hand had big enough balls to smack Sid on the arm when he was walking away. <laughs> Bru- and I put, I put and after Brutus came in just for the save, I said, Brutus, we all know you really don't want to help Hogan. You're gonna double cross him at Rage in the Cage in a few years. Put their they're being so animated with their conversation afterwards because they're like they're trying to portray it to the fans and Hogan's like you could have you could have got hurt out there and he's like moving his arms everywhere. It's like one of those used car salesmen. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I wrote uh, Sid calls it WrestleMania. He does. Yep. And he then does. at the and then when Hogan and, and Beefcake are talking about the hospital, 
I re- I said, wait, Hogan and Beefcake were laying in bed together? Because I have this exact notice. <laughs> and that's all I got on that whole thing. Okay. So, <laughs> so for a couple of these, when they had their hinge or their uh, promo backstage, Hogan and Sid, there was like smoke in the background. So I was like, who is smoking back there? Like, what is going outside? Um, and then, so Flair's wearing his red tights. Mm, danger. Um, also, I still love Taker's no selling. Like the Michael Myers sit up spot after he hits a move. Like it's <laughs> he just kept, I oh. love. <laughs> love it. Yep. Also, uh, interesting little fact about this mess or this match. One, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six people involved in this match are in the Hall of Fame. Pretty much everyone but Sid yep. is in the Hall of Fame, which is really cool. Um, so then, you know, you have Sid walking away, you have Schmaz. Beaver is in the Hall of Fame, Dirty. Trust us, we looked it up. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we looked it all up. That's what I was thinking of. So, the promo... Wait, thanks for confirming. Primo, back to your... Yeah, we looked it up. We had to look Primo it up. Back, er, Primo, back to your question about the promo with Beefcake and Hogan. First of all, Hogan's talking about veins again. If he's not talking about banging Brutus the Barber Beefcake, he's talking about veins. Because then, yes, he was I'm Hulk Hogan, the greatest wrestler of all time. Hanging and banging, brother, brother, brother. Hanging so he brother, says brother. they were hanging and banging. And my note <laughs> thing was, were they talking about banging in the hospital? <laughs> Probably. They, both like. did, they definitely say, as we were laying there together. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, but right. I still loved it. The amount of yep. talent in this match alone was pretty amazing. And right. Anything Hogan else here before we Hogan. move on, boys? Well, as um as I knew AJ would be taking the serious notes, I took the time to name each mullet in the ring for you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the Undertaker has the <clears throat> Death Valley Dune. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Sid has the Poodle Noodle. Because <laughs> it's right. so cruel. <laughs> Beefer has the beef flaps. Mm. <laughs> the beef flaps. Hogan's nice. got the classic skullet going. Uh, Hennig has the perfect pour. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> perfect pour. Uh, Flair has the South Carolina sweeper. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Paul Bear doesn't have one. He just has a mustache. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving on in the show, Sean Moody backstage interview with Sid Justice. One of my favorite uh, lines for a wrestler to say, uh, uh, Sid Justice back there, he says that he is the number one contender because Sid rules the world. The world. I love that That's line. That's just not true. So Bruce and Hogan promo to say how fine they are of each other, friend till the end promo is what they called it. Yep. And then so next up, guys. Beverly Brothers versus what I call Team America. Fuck yeah. Hacksaw <laughs> Duggan and the Sarge. Oh! This, oh, this match was joined in progress like uh, like we were late to the show or something. Like yes. we were watching uh-huh. the program before, so that was right. kind of weird. But yeah, so that uh, kind of ran over. Duggan wins on the clothesline. Uh, it was like, here's a match if you want to see the end here before we move on, just in case. You guys got anything for the Beverly Brothers and uh, All Duggan I put Sarge. was... Oh, love me some Hacksaw. 
Um, <laughs> all I had for that was, it, like you said, it started mid-match, and I looked at Edge, and I was like, is that the Beverly Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, awesome then, then there was the genius was in this match, and I was like, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. genius. Yes, he was. Um, good old Lanny. So we Lanny. have our second mom quote of the evening where Hacksaw Jim Duggan kicks, I think it was Blake Beverly. But Did she know who Duggan. Hacksaw was, though? She probably knew, right? Um, we'll have to ask about that. that. I was going to say, he was in that Roddy area. era, Yeah. Know, mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, that, like household names. Um, But she goes, so Hacksaw kicks one of the Beverlies and he falls down because he's Hacksaw. He's clumsy. And... <laughs> My mom goes, or our mom goes, did he just fall down? I was like, wait, what? And she goes, oh, of course he fell down. He has a belly. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they just fall over. They just belly, belly. Yeah. (laughs) um, Belly, belly. (laughs) Sergeant Slaughter hits hits Blake with the foreign object to win, so you have a baby face cheating to win. Oh, yeah, the baby face cheating. Yeah, you never knew about that Sarge, so. Uh, I, love anything how, else I also love how uh, Duggan almost threw the ref out too. Like he grabbed the ref, he was going to be, like, and then he was like, "Oh shit, no!" And like left mm-hmm. him alone. And right. uh, what a great match! I would have predicted Schmoss at the back with with Duggan in there. So. All right, next up was the famous <laughs> clip. We all have seen this one a bunch of times of the snake from Jake the Snake. Roberts biting Macho Man on Superstars from 1991. Uh, we see uh, Jake slapping Elizabeth, which leads to the awesome but short Jake promo where he says, uh, some things are worth doing twice. Uh, yeah. Yep. Some worth doing so, twice. Uh, and then Macho is fired up on his promo, which leads us into our uh, our main event here. So, you know, um, real quick about that, Dirty, that is one of the more well-known macho promos. Like, and, and it's on a Saturday at night, mid event, the I'm insane <laughs> promo. Yes. That's one of the more well-known macho things that um, I'm pretty sure you just picked this main event so you, you can get more macho promos. Mean Always. All you women out there. Right. <laughs> All you men out there. <laughs> so, uh, real quick here before we start, this McMahon says a line, okay? I want you guys to indulge me here. Show me your music knowledge here, okay? All right, so Vince McMahon says, you don't pull on Superman's cape, you don't spit in the wind, right? Uh, uh, and um, and uh, you don't um, – he says something else about messing with Elizabeth. And then he said, famous line from Jim Croce. Did you guys hear him say that, famous line from Jim Croce? Does anybody um, know who Jim it? Croce is? Yeah. Did he just go, um, a bad, a bad. A Leroy Brown. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. Just making sure. Thank you for at least knowing. I, I, I'm a big yeah. Jim Croce fan, so thank you for knowing. All right. So this was one of the greatest robberies and feuds of all time. Macho Man and Jake. This was a chapter, you know, in uh, what was going on. No hot start here. You know, Heenan says that um, that uh, Macho Man fighting for Elizabeth is noble, courageous, but entirely stupid. <laughs> that's a good line yeah it was a good line man uh you know heenan says uh liz should be at home and, and uh she wouldn't be out here getting uh, they say that every time they do i know i was want to say that too that's my next line they always repeat that you're right man so uh anyway so as mm-hmm. i like to say jake is putting the boots to macho here so good working the crowd doing oh, yeah. what jake does man um you know, and then uh, uh, I love Savage. Always love Savage because I know we're going to see a good double axe handle. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, see a good oh, double yeah. axe mm-hmm. handle in the match. You know what I'm saying? A lost art in wrestling these days. So, all right. So, getting to the end here. Jake is just working this whole match. Uh, he gets the DDT on Macho. Uh, and then uh, Macho gets up. Um, he kind of lets him sit for a minute. Macho gets up late uh, from the rally. Gets up uh, for the elbow and the one, two, three. Post-match, he's trying to hit Jake uh, with the ring bell. Jake uh, runs to the back, kind of holding his throat. Uh, from what has going on, Macho's music hit Eli- hits. Elizabeth runs to the ring and she like crosses Jake, like going to the ring. Like after all this is going on, it's just kind of weird that they would let them be that close on TV. Like they don't show it, but you know they were like right there next right. to each other. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, and then um, so it's run to the ring. Macho and um, and uh, Elizabeth are celebrating as uh, Pop and Circumstances playing. And as the show goes off, it shows uh, Jake. The snake peeking through the curtain at Macho and uh, Liz, like celebrating. Yeah, so to kind of lead up to make you watch on uh, what was going on here. My last note of the of the night was a lot of great hairstyles here on these 1992 Lubbock, Texas marks. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Fantastic! I I don't have much for this. I just have. There in the beginning of the match, Macho Man was going like 100 miles a minute. He was oh. going, man. He was fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jumping mm-hmm. over the rope, inside, yeah, everything. And then at the end there, I just said I love how Savage still jumped for that second elbow drop, even though everybody was like, no, no, no. He's like, mm-hmm. nope, fuck it. I'm going. Yep. <laughs> sure did. And it was yep. great. It was great. It was great. AJ, what do you got for this one? So I liked how it said, oh, yeah, on his suit lapel. Like it's yes. Big letters. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when Jake hits the DDT, he doesn't go for the pin. That's This is one of my favorite feuds of all time. And it's stuff like that because Jake is so good at doing that shit. Like it, it, got, it got him like volcano heat because he hit the DDT and then he was just like, nope, I'm not pinning him. sitting in the corner. Um, mm-hmm. we, have, we have some more mom quotes during this match. Awesome. So <laughs> first, when they both entered the ring. And Macho took his hat off. My mom goes, he has hat head on top of his mullet. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, sure did. It was pretty awesome. Oh, great. I, mean, I don't know why this made me laugh so much. But <laughs> when one of them grabbed a chair, my mom just goes, uh-oh, chairs. And that was it. Like, that was her comment. <laughs> uh-oh, chairs. Match. Uh-oh, chairs. And Michael, what you got? Laugh. Like a moron. So uh, for this one, this is like a part of the lost art of pro wrestling. Um, Dirty, I'm sure you're going to appreciate this. Macho selling the DDT. Yes. Like, that's how you sell a finisher. Yeah. And Jake not doing the pin because he's not going to win the match with the finisher. Right. So he doesn't go for the pin. He just does it for like like a bullet point, right? Yeah. And it's... That's the I've talked to AJ about this before. Like this is one of my bigger problems with modern wrestling is that no one sells shit anymore. But Macho selling a simple G- DDT is like he's in trouble. Like Jake is a piece of crap for not pinning him. Like it's a lost art. That's all. Yeah, yeah, well, it is, man. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, it was it was, uh, it was pretty pretty wild there. Um, so just you know, quick synopsis. You know, Primo, um, AJ, you you know, you guys have probably seen this stuff for the first time, you know, maybe ever, you know, for a long time. So, you know, Saturday Night's main event, just real quick, man, you know, as we've talked about it all month, you know, just, you know, how, what'd you think? How, how'd you like it? Um, how'd you like I watching the wrestling these. that I grew up on? 
I could watch these. I could do a show. I could do shows on these for the rest of the time that we are in existence, and I think I would be happy. These are so entertaining and so much fun. And it's like There's it's tons not even of more like, of them that are good. There's a lot more out there that are good too. Well, plus what I what I appreciate about them is there's stuff that you can like make jokes about, you know, and have have some laughs and while you're watching. And then there's stuff that's legitimately awesome, like the macho in uh, Jake the Snake stuff or the formation of the superpowers. You know, it's yeah. there's some really good storytelling in these episodes. So they're just I've had so much fun with all of these. I'm sad that they're over. Yeah, I think that uh, you know. These could have been, you know, your Saturday morning, you know, I had Saturday morning cartoons when I was a kid. So these, you know, your Saturday night, you know, activity every Saturday night to look forward to for sure. Uh, it, it, these were fun to, these were fun to watch. And um, I really enjoyed them, especially since this is, they're a little beyond my time, but uh, obviously I know all the big moments. It was fun for me to see all, as I said before, all the little stuff that I, because I've never seen a lot of these shows in their entirety. So it was real cool and the cool to, it's cool and funny to see what they thought was cool back right. in the day, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Definitely there. Very so, entertaining and I really did enjoy I really did enjoy it. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really awesome. I enjoyed it. It's gonna be uh, you know, I had fun watching those. Next month we're gonna be doing ECW pay-per-views. The first one we're gonna be doing is uh, actually four ECW pay-per-views for the month of December. The very first one's going to be Barely Legal, which was the very first pay-per-view for ECW. Go watch that before December the 8th. That's when we'll be talking about that one. So uh, that's what's coming up next month for our Dropkick discussion. All right, guys, grab you some pen and paper. It is time to play Squared Circle Questions. What I have today for my guys here is five questions guys okay this is going to go by points here so um i have one wrestler question one pay-per-view question and i have three potpourri questions so uh the wrestler and pay-per-view will be worth one point each uh the three potpourri questions will also be worth one point each but um uh, more than one person can get these right here so all right so uh oh michael's gone again Oh, he'll be back. Okay. Maybe. Right. <laughs> so On, in the meantime, um, so we're right we have a, 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 there we go. Chant. There it is. One. Yep. Yep. One. Yep. One. Uh, look, at, look at it. Look at it, Primo. Love it. Look at it more. <laughs> I guess Dave's I can. Uh, as champ. One. I can retire one. this. Yeah. All right. That <laughs> yeah. oh. All right. All right. So for the wrestler and pay-per-view questions, you only need the paper for the potpourri questions. So well, I'm going to start here first. We'll just start off with wrestlers. So each one is uh, worth a point. The guys here uh, will try to uh, name uh, the wrestler pay-per-view or answer to the questions um, here as we uh, get rolling. Each one is worth one point here. So let's start with wrestler first. Are you guys ready? Your first answer is your answer. If all three of you guys get the uh, your first answer wrong, then I will uh, then I will let you guys all back in. But first to say it out loud. First, yeah, first to say it out loud is the correct answer. Here we you go. Only, you only get one shot, right? You only get right. one shot. Yep. Right. All right. Let's everyone. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, here we go. Wrestler, born November 28th, 1981. 
He was in the WWE from 2011 to 2020. He is billed and also from Minneapolis, Minnesota, six foot six, 315 pounds. He was trained by Eddie Sharkey from Pro, Pro Wrestling Noah. And uh, Junior was, Mahal. Wrong. He's still and then, WWE. And then he was trained in FCW before debuting in NXT Sean in 2012. Benjamin. He's still Wrong. in WWE. All right, pretty is much. he really? Mm-hmm. Pretty much the only one left here. One-time NXT Tag Team Champion. Two oh, God, time, silly fucking Junior Mahal. Two-time WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champion. He was released by the WWE in 2020. All right, here's the meat. He was part of a very popular three-man faction that feuded with the Shield. His real name is Joseph Rudd. The leader of his faction is Bray Wyatt. His tag team partner was Luke Harper. I was letting you finish. I know who it is. I know know it is. (laughs) The last one is he wore a goat mask. We're going to go with... Oh, man, I'm not going to say a wrong name because I don't want to get it wrong. I was going to be funny, but it's Eric Rowan. It's Eric Rowan. All right. I was going to say Hornswoggle just to be funny. (laughs) If you would have said... If you would have said that he was a vintner, I would have got it. A vintner. <laughs> he was a vintner. I follow him on Twitter, too. All Michael, right, I so... would like to point out that both you and I guest wrestlers that we're still in the WWE. They are both still active wrestlers. Here. I honestly so had active. no idea Shelton Benjamin was still. At first, they never oh, used yeah. the guy. Like they, Yeah, they recently <laughs> right. reformed the Hurt Business, then MVP returned. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. So next one is pay per view. You don't. I'm going to give you the year. You have to guess the name of the pay per view. Okay. Now, <laughs> last time we did I'll, this was so funny. Yeah, last time oh we did God, so no. funny. I'll give each one of you guys, you know, uh, a turn if you want to, you know, throw it out there, you know. So, uh, but I'll I'll read till you guys get it here. All right, you ready? Here we go. This pay per view took place July nineteenth, two thousand fifteen, at the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis, Missouri. There was eleven thousand people there, including your boy, the Dirty Bird. I was there. There were seven matches on this card. King Barrett defeated R-Truth. Randy, Randy defeated Sheamus. Thank you. The primetime players defeated the New Day. Bray Wyatt defeated Roman Reigns. Charlotte no. defeated Bree and Sasha. Wait, wait. I'm going to go for it. Primo. Great balls of fire. <laughs> eh, my Damn. Job. That's a good guess. <laughs> that is a Cena. very good guess. John Cena defeats KO to retain the U.S. belt. Brock Lesnar won by DQ over Seth Rollins after a return by The Undertaker, who attacked Brock Lesnar. Gong Um, hit. Taker was in the ring. Might have been right when the WWE Network had just started. Taker tombstones Brock as we go off of the show. That is my notes. Um, my last this, last one is it, it's 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 an obscure pay per view. It's not being done anymore. I'll give you that hint. Um, Fire away. R- roadblock. Primo, take a guess. That's a good guess too. Over the limit. No, Michael. Here's the great balls of fire. Oh yeah. That's well, the I'm, I'm, we're going back around. Okay. Okay. Michael. Fast lane. Nope. Uh, payback. Nope. Fuck. I'll give you a hint if Primo gets it wrong. Okay. 
What year, what month and year was it again? July, July 19, 15. 2015. July 19, 2015. And it's not SummerSlam. It's not. Mm-mm. I think we're doing a pretty good job of naming pay-per-views that aren't on Obscure anymore. Obscure pay-per-views. Yeah. <laughs> Capital Wait, punishment. All right. All right. So, all right. So, all right. I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to give you another hint and then you guys can blurt it out again if you want to, okay? This this name of this pay-per-view pertains to a place where war is taken or happens. Armageddon. Battleground? Battleground. Michael wins. <laughs> Michael wins. Battleground. Yes. Was this was this one the time when they were doing 24 pay-per-views a year? It was a lot of pay-per-views. Yeah. Right yeah. It was yeah. okay, so it yeah. was gotcha. It's like two a month. Yeah. 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 This was uh yes. this was one of the brands, I think. Um whatever one. Might have been a raw one, I'm not sure. But yeah. Battleground was it was the, Raw uh, Casino had the yeah. US championship. All right, so Primo won, Michael won, AJ none. Here we go. Uh, with our um, potpourri questions, get your pen and paper here, boys. You got, you got. I'm gonna give you uh, three seconds, probably here, to get this one. All right, ready? When I give you the answer, write and reveal. Here's your question: How many kids does he Slater actually have? Actually have? How many does he actually have? How many kids does Heath Slater actually have? Uh, reveal. Zero, Michael, three, AJ. It, it's it's digitizing. Three. Much. I wrote three, three also. Um, you guys are all wrong. It's two. <laughs> At least uh, according to the internet, everything that I searched said two. All right, next up. Nobody gets that one. All right, here we go. Back to Battleground, guys. How many WWE Battleground pay-per-view events were there all time? How many WWE Battleground pay-per-view events were there all time. Sticking with that number. All right. Primo says three. Michael says three. AJ still says one. No, he yep. says one instead of three. No, there were five. Yeah, one. There were five. Oh. Damn, All right. Up? AJ, you are mathematically eliminated. <laughs> you are not eligible for this last question. It comes down to Primo and Michael here. All right. Here we go. Back to Battleground once again. That Why do you very... love Battleground so much? Well, because I was there. <laughs> That very 2000. All right, here we go. That very 2015 Battleground pay per view. All right, here's the key. Outside of the WWE Network, how many pay per view buys? How many pay per view buys did Battleground estimatedly reportedly get in 2015? Closest Ooh. to the number wins. Squared circle questions today, boys. Ooh. AJ, you can go ahead and play, man. If, if you can go ahead and play. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, we'll reveal yours after we uh pay-per-view buys. How many pay-per-view buys did Battleground 2015 get outside of the WWE network? Michael said 250,000. Primo said 35,000. Estimated 76,000. So Primo is the winner. AJ says 150,000. Primo, your square circle questions winner today. Look at there, man. You're My default. Winning. That was. I I just took a dive for you, man. Don't, <laughs> feel, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I went real low with that. I had no faith in Battleground. Yeah. All right. Thank you, thank you, Michael. You, you, you know that make me feel better. I did. You know. I was like, no. Michael did the job. <laughs> Michael did the job. He put Primo over. 
Three billion. That was fun, boys. That was fun. I had a good time doing that. All right. So, all right, boys. It's time to uh, bring There's in our one. interview with Kevin Kellum from AAW. We had a blast talking to uh, to Kevin here. He is a um, a uh, local uh, 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 DJ VJ uh, on um, on uh, Springfield Radio, and uh, he uh, he is also known mainly to us as the Mean Gene backstage for AAW, as uh, he is your backstage correspondent. So Kevin's uh, stopped by to uh, talk about the Windy City Classic this uh, uh, Friday night at Bur- 115 Berman Street in Marionette Park, Illinois. It's going to be a big, huge card. So here's our interview with Kevin Kellum of AAW. All right, today we've got an extra special interview here for you. We're here to talk about AAW Live at 115 Bourbon Street, November 26th, this Friday, right after Thanksgiving, Marionette Park, Illinois, Southside Chicago. It's the biggest show of the year. I've been to this show plenty of times. This one's going to be on uh, live on Fight TV. Here to talk about this super huge show, a backstage correspondent for AAW, Kevin Kellum. Appreciate you being on the show, brother. Thanks, man. Well, sit down, Mark. Sit down. I, I understand uh, there, I, we could get into this card. This card's pretty crazy. Maybe uh, maybe I'm burning the lead here. We got a, a, a lot of great stuff. We're going to have a bunch of different names from AEW scene from Impact are going to be on the show. Uh, there is a mystery spot. I don't know who that is. I'm trying to find out who that is. We're going to have man. a ladder match. It's going to set someone up for a title, a title shot. We have a huge uh, title match in the show. The winner of the Jim Lina Memorial Tournament. One of the fastest rising stars in independent yes. wrestling, Matt Fitchett, the gunslinger. The old uh, dirty some, someone in uh, Central Illinois can appreciate this guy from Granite City. Yeah, is going to be taking on is going to be taking on the savage weight Fred Yehi, uh, who's been on a real roll and has had some of the best matches that AAW's had in, in quite some time. And he is our champion. And this is going to be a real clash. We're going to have Allison K, AK Don't Play, uh, AK going off. Don't against, play. Yeah, somebody pinkies who's been up, um, pinkies up, pinkies up, dude. Uh, and then she's going against Sky Blue, who's been having a monster year. You know, AJ's Sky, favorite, girl, one of AJ's girl, Sky Blue. Yeah, yeah, he's popping yeah. right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Sky does not enjoy cutting promos with me backstage. <laughs> she doesn't like oh. my puns. I always make oh. weather puns, and she's not, she's not fond of it. <laughs> she doesn't like the weather puns? <laughs> no, she. I was like, oh, the skies are looking very bright for you. And you're oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and uh, I, I do all that, and she uh, reminds me that I don't have good social skills. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's where we are. Uh, it's, it's a monster <laughs> show. Uh, I, I'm just so happy to be a part of AEW. It's, I've no, I'm not bragging when I say it's one of the top independents in the country. But uh, it is. The, yeah, and yeah. Like, people talk about PWG and GCW, which are all great promotions. Sure. But in the Midwest, it's AAW. It's it, right. they're, they're top, and then you kind of talk about everybody else after that. That's no shot at anyone else. I think we all know where it is. And it's because of the, the performances that you get out of people here, the collection of talent you get here. And then at the same time, the rise up. You know, I brought up Sky. When I cut promos with her, she'd only been going a year or two. She only done some stuff and just blew up and was doing stuff with us in front of like 50 people in the pandemic, limited, masked up. You know, everyone doing what we can to get through and do shows however we can on fight. And thank you to fight for giving us a platform through this whole thing, too. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Every show that I've ever been to there, like I've never walked out of there thinking, man, this this card like, you know, did not deliver every one of the shows blow your heads off. You know what I mean? Especially at a places, you know, at like 115 Bourbon Street, you know, and I'm not saying this. Yeah, I'm a central Illinois guy, but 
before I moved here seven years ago, I when we would visit up here with uh, my wife's parents, we would plan it around <laughs> AAW shows. Hell yeah, dude. So I could come to them, man, and because they're that important Listen, and that good, we're going to go to dinner with your parents, yeah. but I'm doing the wrestling thing on this night. I get right. It. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So uh, I and, uh, you know, I quickly fell in love with Bourbon Street. It's an absolute great place to go get something to eat, drinks, and go watch the show, hang out afterwards, man. Um, I love it. You know, I enjoy going to shows here. We just went there to Savages and Kings. You were talking about Fred Yehi mm-hmm. uh, not long ago. We were all there sitting on the stage for that show it was it was great boys i mean talk about the night uh being on the on the stage there guys that was that was that's actually one of the first because i've been to a bunch of house shows before and you know a couple of, of smaller independent shows but like like going to, to to savages and kings and sitting up on the stage that was the first like experience that i well had with aaw first of all and it was i was blown away by the entire thing we were right there on the stage um, like I hate to say, but I think my favorite part of the night was the ref putting himself over all night. Like I love that guy so much. Like I'm talking, talking about Perch. Talking about Perch. Yeah, this kid, the skinny little kid, like Perch, Perch, like, baby. Yeah, he's, he was, he's one of the best. He was refs so awesome. Movies. He's great, man. Well, yeah, we love him, man. He is, he is awesome at, at his craft, man, for sure, man. Primo, you were right next to the wrestlers walking yeah, out, man. man. Did yeah. you, uh, did you get humbled a little bit when guys like Jake something? You know what? Out? You know what? Uh, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I, I've, I've, been a, I've been a lifelong wrestling fan and a fan, and you know, to see these dudes walk literally right next to me, um, uh, it, it was pretty crazy. Jake, Jake, something's a big dude. Uh, Russ, <laughs> Russ is a big dude. He stared right. Russ the Jones. Oh, uh, dude, uh, Russ is one of the most intimidating people. He he, he, he stared right into these eyeballs. Yeah, I was, I, I I was snatched his soul. I'm doing night. an interview with them backstage, and Russ shows up big time, and he's just wrecking people, and he's still <laughs> wrecking people, and and he has uh, he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder, he has a chunk, and he's doing squats with it, uh, and <laughs> he's, he's really mad about his placement in AEW, and I can get it. Some people don't like where they are in the card. Now we hear yeah. about that all the time. This is something people are asking me backstage all the time. So we're about to do this discussion and Russ is sitting at a table and he doesn't want to get up. He just wants to sit. You come and talk to me. Right. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm mad. I, I don't I don't even want to stand up and show off the body for this promo. I ain't doing it. Mm. And so, and his, his manager, his associate at the time, Chuck smooth is there. And I say, well, where do I sit? And he goes, you sit on the floor. You don't stand up. <laughs> so I just sit on the floor while I was trying to interview them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty wild. Uh, th- there's been some crazy stuff backstage, you know, Mance Warner, like- uh, God bless him. Oh, he just had an man. awful injury. So uh, go, psycho, go donate. Uh, if you can go donate to his, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Um, uh, he was him and the, the second gear crew. People know them. They, they, beat, they beat infamy in this match where they, uh, they crush doors over people's heads. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to see that in your show. It was wild. <laughs> And they just wrecked people. And they were covered in blood. And I didn't know I was going to do a post-match with them. And I, I, we just grabbed them and they're covered in blood. Get up, get up. They're, on, they're covered in blood. You got you to gotta, get gotta. And um, go, go, go. yeah, and I definitely had to get my suit dry cleaned after that. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they should get a like frame now. They're cutting like shaky promos, like just blood splattering. The problem, the like, it's, it's on Twitter. The clip ends with me going, did, did he get blood on me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that's great, man. Yeah, I, I want to uh, give you guys nods too, man. When we go to the when we go to the shows, 
you know, I love at Bourbon Street watching the, the interviews backstage up on the screens. You guys do a heck of a job with that, uh, you know, producing all those videos, man. Like it's like easier. They're, See, they're like if you uh, like Asia, you've never been to our show. You got there. And yeah. Those videos make everything clear. Here's here's why these guys have an issue. Here's why this is happening. You get to see more personality. I would attune that AAW is the closest thing to a major televised promotion in the yes. scope of independent wrestling. Like right. when we when we were sitting there, I was like, they're doing promo packages right now. Like while we're sitting like in the audience, they're, they the their production was amazing because like, there were promo packages playing to the audience. And we want the people who buy it on fight to get that type of experience. I mean, you can just turn on a show and this is no rip at anyone. The matches just happen and commentary is kind of covering everything. You need more fluid. You need a more fluid, full package in terms of what you get. If you pick up our show and you haven't seen anything, we don't want you feeling left out of the process at all. All wrestling fans are wrestling fans, not just the dudes like us. Right. Yeah. Like and saying, yeah. I know this guy, he was number right. 15 on the PWI 500. Like, this <laughs> man. like yeah. and, and God bless you if you do. Like, those people sure. are always going to be a part of our show. Uh, AAW's had that fan base in Chicago and the Midwest for years. Um, but we're always down for new people. We're always down for your wife to come and have a good time. Your buddies who are just, you know, WWE fans are just casual. They only watch the Rumble and Mania. Come on out, yeah. man. And yeah. uh, our, our brand is built on just working class people seeing a kick-ass show. And, and it's funny you say that, Kevin, uh, about your wife, too, real quick. The only shows my wife will go to me with or AAW shows because I took her and I, and I, and I um, let her sit on the stage one time. Now I've, I've drug her to tons of other indie shows, Uh-oh. but she loves the stage. She's spoiled now. She loves the room. And um, she was, she is a Mance Warner fan. So she loves Mance on the card. And back when MJF was really running through AAW a oh, lot, boy. she loved some scarf of MJF. And <laughs> she, she was like, he just, you know, she, she loved how much of a dick he was. Like, it, it was great, man. But, I love um, when you can bring someone who's casual and they immediately like, I like this guy. This is my yeah, favorite. Don't yeah, like they, they attach to yeah. someone immediately. Yeah. yeah. yeah they too, like, you know, if they've never been to a show, Eddie Kingston grabs a microphone and everyone in the building's instantly hooked. Fan or not, like you, you, you know, Eddie was, he's been a, a mainstay there for years. Mm -hmm. And thank God for that, man. How entertaining is Eddie? Love what he's happening to him now. But yeah, he's brought so many fans on and she loves Eddie too, man, because, uh, you know, he gives it back to the fans if they're giving it to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and she loves seeing that, you know what I mean? Like that's what keeps her, keeps her interested, man. But uh, it, but yeah, it's, it's really awesome. But I want to tell you too, Kevin, we talked about right before the show, uh, the name Sit Down Marks of this podcast came from AAW. I want to hear this story. Tell me what's Let me up. tell you. All right. Uh, in a nutshell, your boy here was having a good time on an AAW night at Bourbon Street. We were sitting, uh, we were sitting uh, front row. And I believe, um, I believe it was the night that Matt Hardy was there. Chris Hero was there. And he was, was uh, 18, 2018, 2017. Yeah, Chris uh, Nero or you know, whatever they was using. You know, Anyway, it was that show. And you might know there was these two guys that always sent front row kind of near Jack. You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of <laughs> near Jack. They always came oh, to the Jack, show. I forgot time. about Jack. And I was always envious. I'm like, man, these guys got it made, man. They're always at the shows. Even the shows I couldn't make, I would, you know, see – you know, on the streaming uh, service or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, man, they're always there, right? So anyway, so, you know, we'd, we'd talk to them occasionally. Never really got to know their names. It was kind of like, hey, because, you know, you see guys at shows or whatever. So anyway, so we're all having a, a good time. You know, we're all, so, I don't know, some wrestlers are out. And these two guys are really giving it to the wrestlers, right? And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm standing over there, you know, and um, I look well, over. We have a heckling crowd. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, 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 and I'm like, our, hey. crowd, our crowd lets us know if they don't like you. Yes. They, you know, Chicago don't mess around, man. Oh, oh, yes, yes, and yeah, if they don't <laughs> like you, you know it. But, uh, but yeah, they're going crazy, and I'm like, I'm look on, I'm like, hey, I'm like, sit down, Marks. <laughs> and they stop, like dead silent, look at me, and like, the fuck, you're doing the same thing we're doing. I'm like. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just you know, it was just a, a funny moment. And then from there on, a couple of my buddies that went to uh, the show with me was like, you know, they'd always say, "Ah, oh, sit down, Mark. Sit down, Marks." You know, like you know, we'd always talk about that story. And and then we uh, started coming up with the idea of the podcast. Like it just felt natural that it had to be that because it had a couple different meanings. And uh, but uh, but yeah, that's where uh, uh, "Sit Down, Marks" was born. Was Bourbon Street in uh marionette park man how about that huh like it, wow. lo- love a good story man and I, yeah. I was you know i'm a fan of the show it wasn't just like, hey we know you're in pro- uh, podcasting radio and stuff like that can you come in and do this i was the first one of the first shows i saw uh, tyler black seth Rollins, berwin yeah. berwin, yeah. berwin yeah. eagles club in front of 200 yeah. people you yeah. know and, 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 and that was oh five and Very I've done land. stuff on and off with them. I've been back with them basically since the middle of the pandemic. There's other great people that have worked for them too. Yes. Just outside of, you know, being in the ring, you think all mm-hmm. the WWE people, uh, there's a ton of really, really talented people. Dr. Keith Lipinski, who produced yes. Wrestling Society X, he's involved in the production. Mm-hmm. Danny Daniels is our is a promoter and owner. He was involved with ECW and a lot of great things. So yep. there's real Wrestler pedigree of people. Yeah, there's real pedigree of people guiding the ship here. Uh, Trent right. Severi, who's been producing with it for well over like 10 years. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. We have, we what? have a lot of really talented camera people. There's, um, and then you have Joe Dombrowski. He's now doing MLW. He's on color. Tyler Rawls is our play by play. Yeah, I was going to say Tyler, man. I love Tyler, man. I always say, Hey, to him at the shows because I love hearing his voice when, you know, when he jumped on, like, you know, I love how he delivers the match. He, you know I mean? Like that's another part of, I wanted to make sure I talked about today. You know, you know, Tyler's one of the best, man. I really enjoy him. You know, and, uh, you know, I uh, just when, you know, I always know it's going to be a, a, a good show when Tyler's, you know, calling AAW, which is, you know, you know, most of the time. But, you know, uh, yeah, Tyler does a great job that, you know, the whole team there absolutely does a great job. So before you get out of here, man, uh, let's get to this. Uh, you know, we were talking Run about it down. earlier. Run yeah, it this, down. This card here, man, we got to get to it, man. Let's talk about Ralph Bat newly signed ladder match winner gets. An AAW championship match of his choosing in the match. Uh, Ren Jones, Shaft, Storm Grayson, Gringo Loco, one of my favorites always in Chicago. Jossie, Jake Lander, Davey Vega, and Braden Lee all in this ladder match. How Ooh. nuts could this get at Bourbon Street? Ooh, a lot of personalities there. A lot of yes. people who want something. Uh, yeah. A Jossie is a guy who has a ton of personality but is looking for that breakthrough moment. Been in a lot of these matches. Gringo Loco is probably one of the best luchador, the base god, as he calls oh, himself. So right? underrated, man. Uh, incredibly underrated. Uh, Lee is he? He's the definitive millennial body guy. I mean that he he has a lot of he has a lot left in the thing. He's got to prove something here. Sure. Lander, a guy who's been in the mix for a long time but needs that breakthrough moment. Then you have a man who calls himself. I'm quoting here: the baddest motherfucker in professional wrestling. Uh, Shaft, and you can't tell him otherwise. Yeah, uh, man, I would never tell him otherwise. <laughs> I'm not going to. Scary dude. Why, why would you? Uh, Ren Jones is the fashion plate of AAW. He, mm-hmm. he is. He is tall. He is lean. He could be the center for any team he wants to be on. And if you see him, he will make you look at his shoes, and he will not talk to you until you compliment his shoes, which is <laughs> odd. And then you have David Vega. Interesting thing about David Vega. One yeah. half of besties in the world. 
Sure. And sure. Matt Fitchett was his tag team partner. Matt Fitchett now goes through the line of tournament, wins it. He's now in position to win that world title. Yes. When besties in the world broke up as a tag team, think of it this way for fans who don't know. Imagine the Hardy Boys break up. Everyone knows Jeff's going to be a big star. Sure. No one expected Matt to be as big a star, right? Great um, in this case, there. Davey Vega, everyone thought Davey Vega is going to be the guy. He's the oh, guy. Love me some Davey. Love yeah, me some and, Davey. Yeah, and uh, so I think there's some interesting things here. It's very hard to pick who's going to win this match. Uh, this will be nuts. And I also want to say Storm Grayson is in this match. This guy has been really, really strong on the independence in Chicago. He's coming out, and this is a real test for him. This is a real test for everybody in this match to do something. There's a stake here. There, there's guys who were in this tournament recently who were in multi-man matches who've never gotten an opportunity at the top strap. And now, in one match, with all those different guys in it and ladders, all right, a lot of unpredictable elements, one thing we can predict confidently is you're going to have a number one contender coming out of this night. Sure, sure. Yep, definitely. All right, moving on here. Next couple matches, Russ Jones and Larry D in singles uh, matchup, and then Silas Young and Manders. Talk about the SGC crew, man. Silas Young making return, man. I hope Journey hits the speakers and Silas comes out. I, I haven't seen him come back yet, man, but, you know, he's uh, got to come out to Journey. We just had Silas come back at Hell Half No Fury. We did a three-night run. We did both nights of the gym line and the tournament with Hell Half No Fury in between. And Silas was a last-minute addition to the show. Eddie Kingston was supposed to be there. There were some unfortunate issues with him not being able to attend the event out of anyone's control, including Eddie's. And what do we do? Well, there's a lot of Ring of Honor talent that just hit the market, right? Definitely. And yeah. Silas has a, a ton of history. He's one of our banner stars in terms of just people that we hang banners of them up at our shows. Silas is one of those names, very limited name. There's only a handful of people in AAW that get a banner, and he has one. Uh, and he didn't come back to AAW for no reason. Uh, and you, we're going to have some big stuff with him down the line. I think this is a really, really strong test for him. And it'll be interesting to see Manners, too. This is a guy who I saw take a Death Valley driver off a cherry picker 20 feet in the air in front of 25 yeah. people uh, yeah. and, and, and <laughs> got up and was like, ah, oh, that's sore. You guys want some beers? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like, like he, when he says what he is, he is. This guy is yeah. literally the Corn Belt Cowboy. He is, he is farm tough. He is the definition of a Midwest guy, not in a city, but a tough guy in a townie bar who will kick your ass. Uh, and so I like the matchup boy. here. It kind of sells itself. The beer drinking man from Milwaukee, the beer drinking kid from the farm. So let's go at it. Yep. All right. Uh, gonna... Last couple of matches, contenders match, AAW Women's Championship, Charlie Evans, Christy James, Lady Frost, and Sierra. That should be pretty, uh, pretty awesome. I know these ladies are all hungry to get a shot at the title. Uh, Lady Frost, uh, we've been waiting to have her for quite some time. Uh, of course, has been a very talked about name of the independence, but Let's not, you know, pass over anyone else here. Christy Jane's just had a very, very big fans bring the weapons match. She was successful in along with Sky Blue. I think they will be the standouts, but I'm not writing off Evans or Sierra in this one either. Yep, pretty wild. All right, next up, uh, Ace Austin and Myron Reed versus Hakeem uh, Zane and Karim. This should be uh, awesome. Uh, Hakeem uh, has been uh, on quite a roll here lately. You know, he's a heritage champion for a little while, man. Uh, this should... Uh, this should come out pretty awesome. Uh, only a few minutes left here. AAW Heavyweight Championship Contenders Match. We talked about this earlier. Rich Swan, Alex Zane, Josh Alexander, and uh, somebody yet to be named. Question mark. There's your surprise, man. I don't know, but I know it's going to be good on Fight TV. I, I, can't, I want 
to say everything I can we say? Can we get like a hint? What's that? No, what's no, that? I, I, I would get in a lot of trouble if I even <laughs> yeah. hinted. Um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I, have, I have some idea, but I don't know. So even if I, I don't have a clear idea, if I had more of a clear idea, maybe I would drop a hint on you, but I don't. And right. so there's some things like that. I was so, like when Silas showed up, I had no idea. I like really? I was I was in the yeah. back, I was getting ready and they're like, OK, and I, uh, I get my production list. and I'm like, there was a blank spot and it's like, all right, so I have to know what that is. And I was like, oh, and then once I showed, I was like, well, there's our blank spot. <laughs> like, nice. So like, nice. it's kind of nice when even they keep me in the dark. I don't mind. And there's other times when there's like, all right, be ready for this. You know, be yeah. ready for this. So Surprises are the best part of a part of, uh, of wrestling. So two matches left on the card. Allison K and Sky Blue we talked about earlier. And then the main event, Fred Yehi versus the Jim Lionel Memorial Tournament winner. Matt Fitchett, this is uh, what we all been uh, we're going to be tuning in to see the uh, the finale here. This is this show right here is going to shape and set the tone of AEW for the next year. This main event mm-hmm. uh, doesn't get more bigger than this. Absolutely, uh, it's 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 a big one. I, I wonder. Uh, it makes me feel like Fitchett was on such a roll. He beat Josh Alexander. He beat like a guy who just won a world title. You know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Josh Alexander, a name that might be on this card as well. We're trying to see where he drops on it, you know. So, like, that's what <laughs> the show is. Uh, so, there's a lot going on here, and who knows what surprises may be added to the show as well. Some of those things happen day of, too. Uh, we do have tickets still available. You can get them at aawpro.com. That's aawpro.com. Uh, tickets gen- GA starting at $20. You know, you can get second row seats for 30 bucks. And then if you want to get it anywhere in the world steal. on fight.tv, the fight app, mm-hmm. you can get on your laptop, by the way, on Apple TV and Roku. Uh, very, very affordable shows. And then if you want to check out our on-demand library, we have that on a subscription service for less than $10. You can get AAW on-demand. All that different history you guys were talking about, that's all a couple clicks away. Yeah, I want to plug that really quick. That is worth every single penny. that that Because uh, I, I recently signed up for that after we got back from the show in August and have more than made, made my money back just <laughs> in that first like two weeks alone. So Thanks, man. I, 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 it's really, really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm pitching some things backstage for that too. So, so hopefully we get to film oh, some stuff and well, good. do some You'll cool to, things on it. Yeah. You have to nice. come back on and talk again at some point and talk about that as well. Cause just cause I want to know personally, cause mm-hmm. I, I, I love going in and looking at, looking at all the back catalogs and all the stuff that you have uh, going on. on I mean, think, think about that catalog, the catalog of stuff we have it's, is it's really, fucking really amazing. Impressive. Oh, fascinating. yeah. We're talking about like, the people that's come through AAW. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, tons. Everybody would be surprised if they seen it. Yeah. I'll tell you I, what, man. Almost everything formative with Seth Rollins, uh, Silas Young. There's uh, terrible Lynn. stuff with Brian Danielson yep. on there. You can go watch Danny <laughs> wrestle. You know, tons. Say, Dan, yeah, Dan, yeah. You want to yeah, see Danny I mean, Daniels? Uh, you you want to like, go see Danny? Yeah. AAW do a <laughs> right. spinning pile driver yeah. through a table? Yeah, <laughs> I got that. That's, that's, that's there. Yeah. All right. Well, this Friday, AAW live at 115 Bourbon Street, Marion. Black Park, Friday. Illinois. Black Friday, November Black November 26. November, November 26. 26. Yep. Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving, the biggest show of the year. Make sure you guys tune in. Kevin, thank you so much. The backstage correspondent for AEW. Appreciate you being on the pod here today, man. We thank you so much, man. It was our pleasure. Well, you guys are some good marks. We're gonna have to Thanks. we're gonna have to see you guys and <laughs> chat it up. All right. Uh, yes, sir. We, can, we can do it anytime you're ready, Th- bro. Thanks for the time, fellas. Thanks for yep. coming out to the show. Plug Glad your radio you. real quick on the way out, man. Plug your radio. Right. Oh, oh yeah, plug me on the radio. Yeah, oh, yeah. if you're if you, I know you're uh, listening to Central Illinois, you can catch me middays on the best rock radio station in the central. Illinois Nation. I'm talking about 97.7 QLZ. Stream it anywhere in the world at WQLZ.com.
That's what we want to hear. All right. Well, great interview there. Wrestling too. Sportskeeda.com. I'm on Sportskeeda every single weekday. You can check me out there too. There you go. All right. That will do it with our interview today. Make sure you check out that show live this Friday, AAW at 115 Bourbon Street and also on Fight TV. Check it out. All right, Primo, man. It was cool to have Kevin on the pod, man. That is a big, huge card this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was really awesome. Fun guy to talk to as well. I can't wait to have him back on the show. He had, he brought a lot of energy, and he's real knowledgeable. And some of the stuff he said he talked about was real funny, too. Yeah, yeah, it really was, man. Uh, you know, he is the backstage correspondent. So go check them out. They are this Friday night at... Uh, 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Illinois. Matt Fitchett versus Fred Yeha for the AAW uh, uh, Heavyweight Championship there. It's going to be a big card. Go check those guys out. All right, time to close the show. Let's thank Coastland for sponsoring the show. Where can you get the Sit Down Marks uh, podcast, Primo? Well, Marks, you can get the Sit Down Marks Primo. Uh, primo, Primo. You can get Primo. You can get the Sit Down Marks podcast at for this week and this week only on Twitch. <laughs> also, you get on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Prime Music, Audible, now on Sportswire Online Radio, live Fridays at 6.15 Eastern Time, right before the number one sports <laughs> global show on the radio network, the Thomas Bryce Show. Don't forget to give us five-star rating if you love the pod. Also, we're on Facebook Podcasts as well. And soon to be moving to a YouTube near you. Yes, we are. December the 1st, very first time we're going to be on YouTube. Go check us out. Search Sit Down Marks on YouTube and uh, give us a subscribe and follow. Check us out, man. All right, let's get to our MMA weekend picks of the weekend. AJ, you had a big weekend, brother. Coming yeah, in. did I? Yeah, you did, man. Coming into yes. tonight or this weekend, this past weekend. <laughs> you were 13 and 16, okay? Not good. Dude, okay. dude, you went four and one this weekend. You missed the main event. You missed the main event. So da, now da, that da, brings da. you back to 500. So you Hell are 17 yeah. and 17. No picks this weekend Fuck. because uh, yeah. holidays. Let's head over to the MMA <laughs> Primo's Lock of the Week. He was uh, 2 and 0 oh coming into tonight. His pick was Misha Tate for that main event. Primo. I went did down. You get it right. No. Yep. Did I? Down. Yep. <laughs> yep, you lost. Vera won, so Primo will drop to two and one in his uh, locks Boo. of uh, MMA locks of the week. Still so we'll a winning be, record. Still mm-hmm. a winning record. Yep. All right. Still so winning. yeah, guys, uh, make sure you uh, go give us a follow on YouTube. Subscribe to us there. We'll be moving there December the first. I want to pl- uh, make sure we talk about AAW Windy City Classic this Friday night, and also um, I want to thank Kevin for being on. Uh, uh, the show here today, man. Really yeah. had a fun time uh, talking to Kevin. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody, you guys as well, and uh, everybody listening. Uh, appreciate you guys. And uh, so AJ, talk to us, man. What's uh, what's coming on next week on the pod? What are we doing next week? Next week we have a very special episode um, where we speak with Logan Bruce of Iron Spirit Pro. He's the founder promoter. Um, Head honcho of uh, mine and Dirty's local promotion. He's a really cool guy, really informative. So we're going to have him on, and then we're going to give you some uh, little bonus content about Iron Spirit Pro. So tune in next week because the show, their live show, is going to be December 3rd in normal 
Illinois. It's called Back to Normal. So we're going to talk about that, and Logan talks about that, and we're going to do all kinds of fucking stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, it's going it's going to be awesome, man. Looking forward to it. So, yeah, make sure you guys all uh, uh, have be safe out there. Have a really great um, um, Thanksgiving out there if you uh, you know if you uh, uh, celebrate. Michael, man, uh, thanks for being on the pod day, brother. Was glad. I uh, was happy to see you back, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a fun time. Uh, <laughs> Trying to be a bit more positive this time for you, so maybe you'll invite me back more often. Everything <laughs> <laughs> going primo via chat, like I like to do. Apparently, mm-hmm. no, you're good, man. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, big things coming up on the pod. We got a huge December coming up. We're going to be talking to Hardenbauer, Hardenbauer, the uh, Zawa Live Champion. We're going to be uh, uh, talking to a lot of other wrestlers. You know, no spoilers, but we just booked our Christmas edition guest. You guys are going to be pumped. I'm already pumped. This wrestler is one of the biggest wrestlers in the scene right now, in the independent wrestling scene right now in the Midwest. And uh, she, hint, hint, uh, is taking over. And so we're going to be excited to announce that one later on in the month of December. So, all right, boys. Well, it's a big pod. Uh, Primo streak is over. A new streak begins for AJ. Uh, any last words and uh, thoughts here, uh, uh, Primo, before uh, you officially let go of the trophy? Well, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, we had <laughs> we had a long run. <laughs> we'll meet again. Your streak is over. He said, "We'll meet again." Very for nice. Those, yeah. For those listening, Primo was stroking his trophy. It's your trophy. I'm stroking your trophy. Stroking my trophy. All right, guys. Next Monday, that podcast is going (laughs) to drop with Iron Spirit Pro, Logan, and then uh, we'll be back live here December the 1st. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. AJ, take us home. Uh, Grab them cakes.